Sit back and relax while you listen to Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-host Dan, we're going to take you all around the world to miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, unfortunately we can't have Steve on. Our schedule is just a little bit mismatched at the moment. But since we have Dan here and he had some access to the uh, Mechanicus uh, playtest files for Horse Heresy, we're going to discuss some of those that we found um, they are out there. They're a little bit tougher to find than some of the other playtest files. So we thought it might be kind of good to talk about what we see from it and what we expect for whenever GW actually puts out the document that was originally supposed to be day one. And now, on to the show. All right, Dan, and how are you on this, what is it, Tuesday? I didn't even know what day it was anymore. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Father's Day was a hit when this comes out. <laughs> I spent most mm -hmm. of it in the hospital. Um, yeah. Nothing too serious. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing terrible. Only 10, stitches. Only 10 stitches. I had a uh, fight with glass. Um, I fought with glass and the glass won. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it was overall not bad. Not bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it just, they just have to stay in for a week and then that's about it. <laughs> oh, the, oh, oh, so it's only a week? That's not so bad then. Okay. Yeah, it's only 10 stitches. No one, like, again, it just cut to the muscle and that was it. Which seems really bad, but as long as it didn't cut the tendon, it, it that's that's the worst. Oh, okay. So it cut to muscle. It was a deep cut. The muscles repairing. Okay. That's about it. Nothing I could do. Nothing I could do about it. No, 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 no uh, reason to be so mad about it. So it just is no. what it is. Sadly. Which uh, which hand was it? I don't remember. Oh, of course it was the right hand. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't you? The, the hand that I require consistently i th i think when uh when it happened when we saw that i think uh steve and i were talking briefly and we said well it's a good thing he got most of his painting done or he didn't end up going with one of the horse heresy boxes because otherwise you'd just be sitting there staring at the box unable to work oh, on it because so you can't mad. use your hand fun fact i'm painting right now it's just i i, I can't use my ring thing it like doesn't want to bend which is ever so slightly annoying. Okay. Um, but you have more it, use yeah, than I thought you did, because I thought it might be like almost oh, essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. in traction. It's, it's, it's weird. I'm painting like some weird British person with my finger up in the air, <laughs> with my ring finger straightened. You're, you're very um, fancy. Because it like refuses to bend. It's like uh, bending a little bit now. It's starting to repair itself. But um, and, and apologies to our that. British audience, which depending on the month is our more popular audience. Oh shit! <laughs> so good. A whole fucking nation. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, oh man! All right, so why, why don't we? Why don't we? Since you're discussing what you're working on, why don't we talk about what sort of hobby you've been able to do with your now uh, well, busted finger? <laughs> yeah, so it's funny because before I even busted, I was working on some blood crushers. I got through fifteen blood. It's wait, hold on. They're not called the juggernauts. The juggernauts, what they're called. So I got yeah. through. A, I have to remember, blood crushers is the unit. Juggernaut is the dog. So I painted up um, fifteen juggernauts uh, without the riders because yeah. God knows that I had to paint them separately. Um, got that done real quick. I was actually fairly surprised with how easy that was. And it wasn't really a simplistic paint scheme, but um, it was enough to kind of. I thought it would take me longer. But I guess not. And right now I'm just punishing, putting the finishing touches on some blood letters. That's really it. And they're going to go right on top of the juggies. Okay. Because they're already sprayed and everything. That was all my hobby. What about you? Um, so I did pick up Heresy stuff. And since this is Heresy Focus, we'll go over this for a bit. 
So I decided to go a little wild. Because now I have nothing for Heresy. I haven't had a Space Marine. Ugh. The last time I had anything Space Marine, other than the ones that I'm, I bought earlier as test models, I haven't had a Space Marine since 5th edition. The last time I did anything with Space Marines was Blood Angels. Is the army I started with. Um, So I was like, you know what? Okay, if we're getting into this game, a bunch of us are playing it. Okay, let me get in. Doing Dark Angels. So I'm like, okay, oh, I... I want Cataphracti. They're great. They come in the box. Oh, Spartan. That's awesome. Comes in the box. Oh, Contemptors. They're great. Come in the box. Uh, I got the Mark Threes. Whenever GW gives us that, have they given you any information of when that order is supposed to come in? No, but I'm about to send an email to give you an idea. We ordered um, $800 worth of stuff. Lord have mercy. We ordered an $800 plus order for dice and transfers and Mark Threes and all this. Yeah. Um, and we haven't even gotten like an inkling, an inkling on what they're what they're when they're shipping it, no. which is just what the fuck. No, so you know, but I, yeah, because with that, I decided to go with two of the big boxes. One, since uh, Dan decided to stick with essentially his all of his armies that aren't any form of Space Marine, which you have. Am I correct? Oh, no. A Solar Auxilia. That's the only one you have. Because otherwise, you have every because army that they have that isn't a Space Marine. Yes. Yeah. I refuse to paint a million um, small dudes. But, you no, know, but... I have every army that is not a Legion. Yeah. So, since he didn't have it, obviously, he wasn't going to be able to get the book right away. So, I was like, okay, well, you know, charge him a bit for the book. Same sort of cost as some of the other books. You know... I think about the different pieces in there. I do want more Cataphracty because I want to be able to run more of uh, Deathwing-style stuff, more Contemptors because I absolutely love those. I'm like, you know what? And and the, the beaks in there, I have 40 shoulder pads, which is what I'm currently clipping from Forge World. I also have 40 of the uh, Dark Angel heads from Forge World. So it's okay. I can make those guys look a little bit more acceptable to me because i don't want a bunch of beak boys not at least for dark angels i don't i don't really like the fit personally so i said okay i can use those guys for heavy weapon squads and then or or just special weapons heavy weapons all that sort of stuff and what i want to do also i'm probably going to paint some of the beaks maybe 10 or maybe a little bit more as well as one of the praetors actually as sons of horus so that way if i'm showing the game to someone i have something that looks of a different color and plus, if I ever ally in, I kind of like some of their stuff. They look neat. And their paint, honestly, it's just their paint scheme looks like it'd be fun to do. Yeah, there was a really cool Reddit article of someone who painted a Sons of Horus Praetor, and it was oh, yeah, um, like a beautiful, like, greenish tan. I don't know if I sent it to you guys. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, no I don't think so. Um, while we're sitting here quickly talking about this, I'm going to look up the, the, the one guy I've been watching. And of course, I'll tell my head, I can't remember his name, but he did essentially sort of quick schemes for it all. So now you can take, uh, there it is, Mediocre Hobbies. So that's the guy, Mediocre Hobbies. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll, I'll, I'll put a, a link in the description. But he went through and did, hey, here's a, a sort of quick way to do every all 18 legions with mostly essentially a base some contrast highlights up a few other bits so so he shows you if you have some more time here's what you could do say for his um his sons of horus he's like okay you know here's the way i shade it and all here's the contrast i use oh if you want it to look a little nicer we can use some of this paint we can do a little bit extra steps but you're gonna have 40 plus of these guys here's a way to get it 
you know, to spend only a few minutes per guy and you're happy. I liked his scheme, so I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna follow follow that. So um, I have that. I have so for what I've been working on, I currently have worked on one box. The other one I have not cracked open yet. I built a Spartan. Um, I have to finish magnetizing um, on the I'm trying to think. I think some of the front weapons. Same thing on the Kratos. Uh, the Kratos is done. I am working on magnetizing the dozer blade because I don't want it on there all the time. But I'm I'm testing out some some plans of the, if that'll magnetize. Is the Kratos dozer blade as fucking large as the pictures make it? Yes, out to be? it is huge. Um, the piece itself is like seven pieces. It is very, very big. Because yeah. what you normally get, if you think of like a rhino, which I built as well, a rhino dozer blade is very easy to magnetize because the magnets are strong enough that even though most of it hangs to the front, a, a reasonable magnet on the back will keep it straight. The Kratos one, the magnets don't hold it that way. They they will hold. They will keep it from like falling off 100%, but it will it'll be touching the ground. So I'm, I'm messing around with some connectors underneath on the dozer blade itself to essentially keep it from being able to bend. So the magnets will keep it from falling straight down. And the part okay. I put underneath will keep it from essentially rotating around. So I'm going to try that. I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I'm, I'm giving that a shot. Um, I've magnetized most of that. I'm still working on the sponsons for how exactly I want to do the magnetization on those. Uh, put my rhino together. That's all done. Built. 10 Terminators, including with some of the options from Forge World stuff on those guys, the other ones. So, small gripes about the kit, uh, about the box in general. The box is great. It's great, great deal. You get tons of stuff in there. There, you know, it's a 2,000 point army if you want it to be. It, it could be lower if you want, but if you want to throw in some extras, you can easily get to that. So, it, it's super playable. When I was flipping through the book, um, for instructions at the end they give you what each unit is essentially hey here's the unit here's some points cost here's their outfitted here's what they can take so that way you can kind of play right out of the box it gives you a chance to be able to play it hey that's kind of cool God. now um i don't have it in front of me so i'm, I'm guessing on the points normally a unit of five cataphracty base so so nothing special base is 175 that is your combi bolter and a power weapon. And you can choose whatever type of power weapon because anytime they say power weapon, you always get your choice. When I looked at it there, before I even started putting it together, I'm like, why is it saying these guys are 250 points? I'm like, that's like 70-some points. I forget it was 250. It might have been a little bit more but or a little bit less. But it was about 70-some points extra. I said, okay, why are they so much more? Oh, because the sprues that are in there come with a single power weapon, one single power sword. The other options, a lot of the other options are there. So they give you plenty of lightning claws. They give you both power fists. They give you chain fists. They give you a heavy flamer. They don't give you the other heavy weapon options, but they give you heavy flamer. But that means the power fist on those guys, I want to say, is an extra 10 it might be more. I don't have it in front of me. It's like an extra 10. Lightning claws are an extra 10 for a pair and all. So the base way they gave you to run the unit based off of what's out of the box is 200 some points. You know, close to 250 just to be able to do it. So that's the one gripe I have so far is that okay. I, I don't 
you know, if I want to run a bunch of these guys, I don't want them to cost me a whole lot extra. I'd rather be able to have maybe a couple power swords or some power axes. So I'm going to either either get power swords printed or, you know, get them from another source. Maybe some forge world ones I haven't decided what I want to do. But some people I know have, have pieces so I can print those because they didn't include it in the kit. So I do want some power axes. So I built 10 of them. The other 10 I'm going to build up into the point of doing power axes. Get, then get those power axes, put those guys together. Um, Contemptor, I'm magnetizing now. Um, I might put out a short video about this because I, I, I think this is interesting. This is something that was a little different. Normally, when you hit a Contemptor, if you get like a Forge World one, they all they come with everything you need to put a full arm on when you buy the arms. So what I mean by that is they have the connector to the body. They have what you essentially would maybe call the elbow, which is a flat piece with a gear sticking um, straight down from it, sticking perpendicular to it. And then that is what actually hooks into your weapon. So when you buy it from Forge World, you have that connector piece, essentially, like I said, the elbow for all the weapons you buy. In this kit, since your Contemptor only has two arms, they give you two elbow connectors. That's it. Meanwhile, there's what? five or six weapon options in the kit. And lo and behold, obviously, you know, there's some weapon options that aren't there. So there'll be more options later in the future that they'll put out. So that just doesn't work. So what I found is that a three by one, so three millimeters by one millimeter thick round magnet, um, all of those will fit perfectly into where the connection occurs. They fit perfectly into the elbow joint. Um, I stuck one magnet on each side of the geared piece in the elbow joint. And then for the weapons, on the left side of every weapon, before I glue it together, I'm sinking a 3 by one into it. Correct polarization and all. That's more than enough to hold it. Because I do have some concerns if I put magnets on both sides. That over time, they're going to... Because obviously they'll have to have a polarity that wants to join together. Over time, they'll just tear themselves out would be a problem, potentially. Well, actually... Would they have to be together? Uh, no, actually, you might be able to get them back the other way if I think about it. So, north, uh, that'd be north. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd ha I have to think if that would be a thing or not. So right now, I'm only putting in one magnet. I might put in the others if I feel it's not going to cause any issues. But the one is strong enough because it's a direct connection once you plug it in there. Exactly. And because some of the weapons hold well enough that you don't need to do it. Some of them absolutely don't. So this is what I'm doing for now. And... I think that's about where I am. Oh, I put the rest of my interemptors together. I put my Forge World Praetors together. I put one of the other Praetors together. So the hope is... How like uh, would you like the Forge World Praetors? Because that has been a topic of hot contention. Ooh, okay. Um, let me tell you my thoughts, and then we'll talk about the hot contention. contention. Um, I like their look. I think... Now, I, I have the, the Legion-specific ones. What I will say is I absolutely love the look. I think they, they fit the army well. They have a very a lot of iconography. They look great. My big problem with them is loadouts. Um, so my non essentially my non cataphracty Praetor, you can put him with his combi bolter or whatever. Uh, that's kind of that, that's fine. Or he has a boarding shield. I put them with the boarding shield because I, I like the look of that. I think it's the best way to make the model look 
And he has that and essentially a sword, which you can run as either Power Sword or Paragon Blade or, for us, our, one of our uh, Tyrannic Great Swords, if you wish. However, Praetors have Iron Halos. And the Boarding Shield, as far as I can tell, all it does is confer an invul save that's worse than the Iron Halo. Which... I think it also increases... I, I don't know. I don't have the library no. in front of me. It doesn't increase it doesn't your increase? not now. If you're in a a breacher squad, I think they can get some increases. But naturally, no. It actually says on there that it doesn't allow for an increase when you look in the book. So yeah, it does. It doesn't actually help. So like that guy, he's really cool. He's a great looking model, but they don't really give you options. So I'm kind of stuck with the way he is. I'm actually going to probably run him as a centurion and just run him as one of the type in there that I want to do. Um, for my one in Cataphracti, again, he's a really cool-looking dude. He's got a sword. He's got a... Which one's the... I, f I forget which one. The, it's a Volkite something. One of them. I forget which one. Volkite Charger. Volkite oh, no, Charger. It's the, uh, it's the pistol version, so it's... Might Serpentina? It's the... Uh, Serpentina, yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it might be that one, or he might even have a Charger. Like he, He's a big, heavy dude, so he might be carrying a Charger in his hand. Which looks cool, and honestly, I like Volkite stuff, so I'm happy about that. But that's the way he comes. There was no options in that one. So if you don't want exactly the model the way it is, no good. Um, swords are super bendy, but that's easily fixed. So I like them, but I just I feel a lack of option. Great lack of option. Mm -hmm. When you look at the in in the book, the amount of options you have is is staggering. And even out of the the big horse heresy box. Those Praetors, there's no real option. You know, they you have one set of them. I know. think most people, mm -hmm. um, I think most people converted that Praetor on their own. So they did, they had bits from previous armies that they had. Yeah. And then what they did was they converted that Praetor to be something else. I don't know if that makes any sense. So okay. like that extra, you know, that extra bits for the head or they had extra bits for uh, this or that. And so they took that and they used that as the uh, the bits for the, uh, for the Praetor, I think is what they did. Yeah. I, mean, I, the, the, I overall, now that I have those models in my hand, the Praetor models, I do think are pretty cool. They're a little busy. They're, 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 in my mind, they're a bit too busy, but otherwise they, they look pretty cool. Um. Very 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 broke yes and and big they're much they're, they're they're a whole like size up on things um I, what i'm using at least so far since i have several praetors and all i'm going to use the one that they painted for the imperial fist the one with his sword up in the air i'm going to paint him essentially as my librarian i put a, a dark angel's head on him so he's going to be the librarian guy um because i don't um, need another praetor and I figure, okay, he's got a sword. Okay, that dude's rocking a four sword then. Because if I do it in the right color scheme, that'll look fine. But nowhere near done with hobby stuff. I still have plenty to work on. Um, the plan, we're going to see if it's realistic or not. Because I got a, um, some schoolwork to do as well. But the plan is this week to have everything built. And the next oh, week starts the painting. <laughs> I think I... Schoolwork. Yeah, well, I, I got, like, exams to grade and stuff like that because we right, still you know, have you know, uh, two you know, weeks left. You know when we finish, right? No, when do you finish? I, the 28th, bro. Oh, I'm finished on technically on the 29th for my summer sessions. 
Yeah, I know. You're literally finished a day after we're yep. fucking finished. Yeah. It's insanity. But uh, a lot done. Still tons and tons and tons to do. But the next go round of builds always goes faster. So because yeah, you know what you're doing, you're painting. Yeah. Yes. Um. Although I just the unfortunate thing is I don't really have much I can with certain rights of where I could play it, but I don't really have so much I can do yet until I get those two boxes of Mark threes that I need. Whenever GW sends us that we order, are starting. Yeah, we are starting very small too. That's the other good news. Yes. So we're not going to start at like three thousand points. God you know, no. We're starting zone more tackles. Yep. Very small, very. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I was going to email GW tonight and be like, excuse me, um, <laughs> this is an $800 order. Can you at least tell me when it's going to be sent out, please? Yeah. Our, I don't want to um, be an athlete, but it's like. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous, the fact that I didn't send you to you. Yeah. It's, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to be an asshole, but it's also $800. Yeah. So and, and by this point, you know, things are out. They should have at least told you. Or had something. Um, mm-hmm. For a bit about, so we were going to record the other night. Um, that's the day Dan hurt himself, so we didn't record then. We are, um, the plan is next week to release an episode about slow grower leagues and escalation leagues, that kind of work. Um, and we'll discuss then a little bit what we're doing. But yeah, our plan is to start Zone Mortalis. And then um, I I do have the 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 patreon and all for gorilla miniatures games so i think we might try to run the one that he put together because that's a nice easy one it looks look cool good, yes and, and and i'll you know it, it's his property so i don't want to give too many details but next week we'll give enough detail that way you can tell if it sounds cool to you without giving you any specifics because he does exactly. have it for stores stores can request it for free or if you're a patron of his and you know he puts out oh, a lot right. of good content his was one of the best spots early before all these books were out to learn about the legions and exactly what they do so it's never a bad idea to support content creators but that is uh that is it for me for hobby as i still have way too much to do no but i mean it's it's a good discussion man yeah that's it'll be nice when i'm at a point where i feel there's you know enough to play with maybe by friday i'll have it if not by next week for sure but the hope is to have everything that i have currently assembled and done but we'll see but all right um news wise i think we're gonna probably mostly be skipping news just because um maybe we'll uh, briefly touch on a few things that we know about um i mean besides the release the huge release yes so a lot of that stuff is out next week we're gonna when we record again we we have all that we're gonna detail out what we have what we know we're waiting on what we think is coming next all of that um, I, I know to that plastic. Yes, I I feel like that plastic land raider is a definite coming out. Oh, like, uh, people are always they, like they Mah. talked about it as the, the Proteus. You mean? Yeah. No, they yeah. they showed it. They definitely have talked about it and said it's a thing. We just don't know when. They gave no. As far as I know, I think they gave a roadmap. I don't know if it was on the roadmap or not, but they didn't really give us a good indication of when to expect that kit. But they did tell us it is a thing. Um, the one bit of news that I do know off the top of my head. Um, this is June 21st that we're recording that today they dropped the points for Age of Sigmar. The points update. Yes, they did. They did. Did you get point changes? I didn't. Uh, I think, no, one thing went up by 10 points. Yeah, so Ogres did not. Um, 
I did not change at all, which is fine. I mean, ogres really only take their big things anyway. Yeah. Although with the new book coming out, I think that gluttons are going to be a lot better now because they changed the way uh, melee works. Yeah. You know, the whole entire second rank fights, which was awful for like gluttons. You would take them and you have to take a unit of six and like you take a unit of six and they're in 40 mil bases. Yep. And they only have one inch reach. So it was like, why even take them in the first place? Um, but now with that change, I feel like now it's a lot nicer to take gluttons. Um, that's probably why they didn't change their points at all. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, for my demons, though, um, <laughs> I'm laughing because it was such a ridiculous change. Uh, for my demons. Did they up Bellacor? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't know about Bellacor because I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with magic. That's some Zen shit. I'm corn all the way, baby. Um, they decreased the points for blood letters. What were they before? Not, uh, not much. Um, I think it's down by five points though. Ooh, so they that's a lot. Here, like ninety-five to ninety. Okay, for the unit, got it. Eight. Yeah, for the unit, for the unit, for the yeah. unit. Yeah. So they're down to okay. five points. Um, which saved me a grand total of, are you ready for this shit? 35 points. points. 35 points. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this money. Because <laughs> Sigmar is the type of thing where you buy units. And you can't buy extra guys. It's not like, oh, here's the base unit and I can buy a few more. It's like, no, you want more? Buy the same amount again. And they might be a different I unit or same more. unit. There's not, um, And there's not upgrades, really. Not, not to a large extent. Not points-wise upgrades. Well, the only thing I was thinking is like, I think, but I can't even cast the damn thing. I think I have to look up their like corn endless spells kind of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know they have those weird, their spells, but not spells, I guess is the best way to put that. They wanted um, to give them endless spells, but they can't use that word at the end. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the weird ax thing, the floating skull. It's a bunch of different stuff, but, um, I'll check those out, see if one is 35 points and just stick it in the fucking list. Yeah. You don't get points for being under either, which is horrible. No. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, certain endless spells. There might be something like that that's cheap enough for you to be yeah. able to take because there's even ones well, that are universal. Corn shit anyway. Yeah. Well, you can only take the corn shit, so. Oh, it's, it's, oh yeah. Yeah, it's that weird. It's like the skull with the bleeding eyes. Um, the, I know, okay, so it's the, skull, it's the skull with the bleeding eyes. It's the axe that's, like, hitting the ground. And there's one more that i literally i honestly don't use any endless spells so i don't know them why. i'll put it this way you've probably never seen them because they're that bad so oh are they no loss there yeah no loss there you, well you guys have endless spells we don't technically have any so oh it's invocations they call them um oh, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, the yeah. bleeding icon is 50 points now this is of the old thing maybe it got cheaper i haven't updated yet 60 points for the hexagore hexagore skulls and the Axe, sorry, Wraith Axe was 85. Maybe oh, it got God, so cheaper, but... Well, I guess I'm just going to be playing 35 points under then. Yeah. They, um... For, for, for my army, so for Cruel Boys, the one change that I know, I don't think anything else got points changed for us that I've noticed. The one thing they did change, and I, I love this change, I think it's really good. Before, Gut Rippers were only battle line. You had no option otherwise, unless you played um, one of the other sub-factions, then you could make our, our some of our bow our, our, um, bow guys to be 
battle line. But then that kind of puts you in that it automatically meant that Big Yellows was the one that you used. What they did was now, for every Gut Ripper unit that you include in the army, one unit of Hobgratz counts as battle line. Well, that's kind of... Oh, okay. Yeah. Where that's before, right. Hobgratz... At first, I was very... Ugh, these things are terrible. I don't know why you'd ever take them. They're no good. Then I started using them. I said, well, you know what? Hey, they actually have range. They can actually hurt people at range. They're cheap. They're 80 points for 10 of them. So that, so they're nice and cheap. And, and, and they actually were doing work for me. They don't survive very good, but they can actually do you some work. But they weren't battle line at all. So they were an additional thing that you ended up taking. Now that I can start putting them in terms of battle line, I don't necessarily have to have my Bolt Boys be my battle line units and things like that. It, since they want to emphasize so much to be taking essentially normal units, they fit that role perfectly. So it's good because I have like 20 of them painted up. And I usually do run the 20, so being able to count them as battle line will be nice. But... I didn't look at much else of it. I don't know what other points changes they did or anything like that. Hopefully, order got a little Go bit Trek of a correction. Wait, Go Trek went up, which I, I love. He needed Go to. Trek and I need Go Trek. Yeah, he needed to, but he's also now like pretty. Like it sucks in casual play. He's an absolute nightmare. In tournament play, he's never seen because people don't play around him. So it's he's like this weird kind of. He's either always seen. Or never see. That sounds so, uh, not the people who play casual are necessarily noobs, but it's sort of like a noob stomper thing. If you do, if yeah. you don't bring a good list, you're not going to be able to be able to stop him. I don't think you're able to stop. Period. Oh no! Oh, even just a better list, you just know what to do about him. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Gotrek, the, the way you deal with Gotrek is you just don't look at him. Okay. Or you just avoid him, or because Gotrek will literally punch anyone in their face i think doesn't he kill i feel like he kills um what's his face uh who's the big bad of chaos they got a lot big of big bad bads of no, no, drives up he rides a dragon i don't care oh i have no Tri idea he, he rides the tri-headed dragon i literally oh, archeon I, I don't know why archeon archeon yeah he literally punches archeon in the face okay he looks at archeon it's quite it's... funny like anyone one to one will go trick will just because it's go trick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think there's any other big news, at least for the moment, um, or nothing that we won't get into next time if something else big comes out. But especially for this, there's some other cool stuff, but nothing that's so relevant for our main discussion here. So um, we might as well get into that main discussion. So, like I said, we, we tried to record the other night, and unfortunately some stuff came up. We couldn't do it. And Steve and I's schedules are very off from each other. Normally Mondays and Wednesdays I have free. So we can record on one of those. Like if a certain night doesn't work out, Sunday doesn't work out, okay, I have those days off. We can do it. Right now those are the nights I teach. I teach till essentially I don't get home till 10 p.m. Those are the nights Steve has free. The two nights that I have off now, Steve is busy. We, you and I both usually go on Fridays to like Maplewood or something like that. Weekends on Saturday could be a little hit and miss. So we just knew this week we weren't going to get anything, unfortunately, with all three of us. So I, I talked to Dan and I said, okay, well, since Steve won't be here, we'll we'll save it a week to talk about essentially escalation leagues and you know that sort of topic. And I said, okay, well, GW, in non-surprising GW fashion, 
did not release the day one books and all, or the day one PDFs that they said they would. They mentioned how if you weren't, if you were one of the other armies, they were going to give you something to play with. That didn't happen. So we thought, you know, we were, you know, through means we're not going to go into, I don't even know all, but we have our hands on some of the playtest files for Mechanicum. We thought that that might be a useful thing to discuss in case anyone actually does have one of these armies. And we can talk a little bit about what seems to be the differences as we see it. Um, there'll be, of course, the very big caveat that this stuff could change. However, if you did see any of the play tests, which they were all over the place, the play tests for the Traitor and Loyalist books, very little changed. The, the overall core and the way they worked, as far as I'm aware, and everything I've looked through, stayed pretty much identical. The biggest change that we saw was the addition of Brutal as a rule. Yes. That is pretty much like the biggest change and i'll tell you right now from you know kind of glancing over these mechanical leaks there is no brutal in any weapon yeah so i'm wondering if that's going to be the major caveat or a major change adding brutal to certain weapons oh most definitely then yeah it didn't have that as a thing but but everything else that we saw in those leaks was correct you know yeah. so they were 95 percent right so this discussion we don't know how long this discussion is necessarily going to be valid for but it's a worthwhile discussion to have, and if you do have one of these armies, or you want to consider it, or building it up at all, that it gives you an idea of exactly what you should see in this new edition, short of, I said, most likely, what weapons are going to be brutal. And as we discuss, we can probably talk about which ones should be brutal, because it's oh, yeah, going to be pretty obvious. And there are a couple here that I'm already thinking definitely going to. Yeah. All right. Um. Now, this is an army Dan has. He was playing it the other week. You were playing it with these playtests, so why don't you yes, yes, discuss that just a little bit? So, um, I was playing it with the new playtest rules, uh, and I gotta say, I actually liked it. Um, so, Mechanicum in the first edition was a bit oppressive. And that's, as a Mechanicum player, I'm honestly saying it's a bit oppressive. You have many AP2 weapons, especially you have the AP2 pie plate weapon, that's a large blast, and it made you re-roll your cover saves. Successful because of cover saves. Um, it, it was a bit oppressive as a Mechanicum player, and it was kind of hard to play down. You still could, but just the amount of tools you had, much like Custodes when they first started in 9th edition, is a very hard army to play down. Now, I feel like Mechanicum... It, so... It's not even Mechanicum changed. I think the Legion's changed so much that it now brings it up to the level that Mechanicum is while also nerfing some of the big Mechanicum oopsies. Okay. Um, so for those people listening, you know, the pie plate that was AP2, no longer there. It's working like Plasma does for Legions, which is breaching. But yeah, so that, that, that was my overall take. I'll get into more specifics when we hit certain things. Um, but overall, I like it. I actually like it a lot, and I like the fact that it plays very much like a Legion, but different. Well, It'll make sense when we talk about like the Relics and Cyberthurgy. No, I, I mean, it, it does make sense, because you want some sort of baseline similarities between them. If they play so unbelievably different, it is exceedingly hard to balance, and that's probably the issue GW ran into in the first edition. Since they've toned up all the Legions, it can make these feel a lot more in line. So, 
Maybe. All right, how, how would you like to start this discussion? What makes the most sense? Oh, well, I'm, I dropped the first three pages or four pages. So I'm going to skip all the, because the first couple pages are fluff, fluff, fluff. Really cool fluff. Don't get me wrong, but it's fluff. I'm going to skip to kind of the Lords of War and then the Warlord traits, because that's kind of where it starts changing. Mm-hmm. So I don't have the rulebook in front of me, um, but where it says Lords of War uh, and Primarchs, there are no Primarchs, by the way, in Mechanicum. We have... Scoria, which I'm not, I don't know whether to call him a, or it, I guess. I don't even know if it's a, it, it a Primark <laughs> or not. But anyway, it, it, it's, it, so it's weird because every, so Custodes, Solar Auxilla, and Mechanicum had this problem where they don't have Primarchs, but they have Primarch-like characters. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, eh, whatever. But point is, Lord of War, I don't know if this matches the rulebook. But, it does. Uh, it looks like it's one quarter. Yeah, yeah so it's, it does. Uh, I have it in front of me here. It does. Oh, perfect. So it's 25% can be your Lord of War slash Primarch uh, values. Same thing. Nothing has changed there. Warlord traits. This is where it gets exceptionally interesting. Now, you might someone might be saying, well, why is he not talking about Cybernetica? Why is he not talking about Reductor or Togmata? For those who don't know what I'm talking about, these were like... These were like army choices in, in, in Rulebook 1, right? You can be Cybernetica, you can be uh, Tagmata, you can be... These were kind of like almost rights of war, essentially, for a legion. Those don't exist. Those get chosen later, um, and I'll talk about that later when we get to it, but those don't actually exist as an army choice. Okay. And I'll talk about those. Oh, yeah. So um, you have your allies, which same exact thing. Yeah, um, we have that chart because so we have it in the main book. Okay, exactly. So let's talk about these warlord traits. Warlord traits, um, very similar to the first book. It's worded very similarly, if not exactly the same. And you get one warlord trait per warlord. Um, and the death of the warlord, um, you lose the warlord trait. So again, nothing too shocking. So let's talk about these warlord traits. Because I actually used one of these and I, I thought it was really cool. Okay. So, the first warlord trait is Bloody Handed. Any combat with at least one friendly model with within 12 inches of this warlord, or a combat which includes this warlord, gains a bonus of plus one to the number of wounds caused for the purposes of combat resolution. Eh. It's a free... <laughs> and then you get an additional reaction. Yeah. It's a free combat res. Eh. Yeah. Well, well it's also... It's a reaction. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, finish. Yeah, I was gonna say, and you do get an additional reaction in the assault phase. I will point out, though, this is, I should have pointed out first. Cybernetic units. I'm gonna kind of skip ahead a little bit. Cybernetic units do not react unless there is a very specific thing with them. Usually a cortex controller, but they do not. So this is major. Your your big boy robots are too stupid. So <laughs> want to point that out. It. But yeah, no, this is. Because in normal, so in a Space Marine Legion, they can take, what, a Vexilla, which gives you the plus one combat res. These guys don't have that, so I, I assume they don't, right? They don't have any form of Vexilla, do they? No. No, no, no. So here's the thing that gives them their Vexilla, essentially, if you want them exactly. to have that. Um, I mean, again, it's good if you play an assault army. Again, the cybernetic robots don't really react, but this can be good for like Ursarax, which are the claw like jumpers. All right, Stoic Defender. This one I do like. Stoic Defender, any friendly unit joined by a warlord with this trait makes a shooting attack, will force the target unit to make a pinning test and suffers any unsaved wounds. 
Uh, and then in addition, you get an additional reaction to the shooting phase. Um, I like this one. Mechanicum is generally a shooting army. Um, you can stick this in a squad full of um, dark fire cannons, which are essentially strength six, AP two, two shots. The 72 or 48 inches, I can't remember. Gets hot though, so it might get hot. If you know, you will kill something, hopefully with AP two, and you force a pitting check, which is big in 30k 2.0. It is. Um, can we discuss what a pinning check and failing pinning does? Absolutely. Well, a pinning. Well, you have the rule book actually. I was going to say if you want to read it, uh, I don't have the rule book in but, front of me. No. Oh, or, okay, it, wait, so is it the, is it in the Legion book or is it in the main rule book? My main oh, no, rule book, main I haven't rule even book, cracked. I haven't even cracked it open oh. yet. So a pinning check, if it hasn't changed the playtest, or really 1.0, I don't think it has, is for every unsaved wound, essentially your unit gets pinned, meaning they cannot react, they cannot assault, they mm -hmm. cannot, I think they can, but they can also shoot. Yeah. Um, and they count as weapons for one if they get charged. So it's, it's bad. It's really, basically they're ducking and covering. Um, so yeah, you put it on, uh, you put them in a squad full of AP2 weaponry, you could lance out, kill a couple people, pin them. That's a very viable tactic. I like this trade. I didn't take this one, by the way. Um, but it is cool. Okay. Um, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, oh, and ever vigilant. I say ever when this warlord, uh, uh, when this warlord or any unit has joined runs during the movement phase, it adds the value of the warlord's initiative characteristic increased by one to the distance moved, rather than the lowest initiative characteristic of the unit. Uh, and you could take an additional movement reaction. And again, this is. I mean, if your warlord is part of some big beep boop robots, they're going to be able to react to the movement phase anyway because of cortex controller. So, again, it's it's nifty. Um, but these are core warlord traits, I should point out. This is for any faction. Yeah. What's really cool is that when you turn to the next page, right, you get Mechanicum warlord traits. So these are basically warlord traits if you're Mechanicum faction. You're not a mixed faction or you're not. If you are straight Mechanicum, this is your warlord trait. These ones I actually did start using. So, the first one is Soul of Cold Iron. A warlord with this trait and any friendly unit with at least one mile within six inches that is pinned may still move and declare charges, but is still limited to only fire and snapshot un until it is no longer pinned. Uh, and then the additional reaction is in the movement phase for this one. Uh, this one's great. Uh, like, <laughs> to get rid of pinning is, is what do you think? Because pinning, again, you can't charge, you can't move, you can't shoot. You're stuck there if you're pinned. And then if one mile's within six inches, he just goes, nope, you can still charge and still move. Yeah. No, that that that's definitely big, especially... Well, can you pin the big robots? Are they pinnable? You cannot. Okay, so this pinnable. is just Myrmidons or... and things like that. Yes, I should also point out the robots aren't great in close combat. No, no. Well, can they be, though? Can you give them good weapons for uh, it? Yes and no. So I'm going to kind of, again, cut a little bit. Cyberthurgy has changed completely. Before, you used to be able to... It's not a psychic power, but it's a psychic power, essentially a robot. Yeah. Um, where you kind of take a leadership check and you bless the robot with some sort of ability. That's altogether gone. You can't double shoot anymore, thank God. That was a major fucking awful. You can't... Um, so this is kind of... Cyberthurgy has been built into the army to an extent. Okay. So, so yeah, you can't really buff robots the way you used to. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I like this one. Um, I think the next one is the one I got. Hold on. Let me Logic see. of uh, victory. 
it's either this one or the next one. Give me a second. Yeah. No, it was the next one. Is the next one. So right. logic of victory. If during the warlord's controlling player turn as an active player, a warlord with this trait has neither made a shooting attack or become locked in combat or is part of an ongoing combat, then they gain an additional reaction each phase of the following turn as the reactive player. That's excellent. Uh, in addition, a warlord with this trait and any unit has joined gains plus one weapons skill and missile skill when making uh, attacks as part of a reaction and plus three initiative or movement when making a move as part of any reaction. So this one's pretty great. Um, if, as long as you keep a, your guy behind, you keep him buffing people instead of in combat, he basically gives you an additional reaction for the entire reactive phase and you get plus initiative or movement. And plus one weapon skill and skill. I like this one. Now, I, I don't know much about your army, so this, some of this might also be yeah. questions that other people who are listening would ask. No, go, 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 go. Can you, are, are, are your warlords in general independent characters therefore able to join a unit? Yes. Okay. Now, normally you are not allowed to join monstrous creatures, especially cybernetic units. You can't join them unless you have a Cortex controller. So it has to be a Cortex controller. H it's the same way you're... Um, Oh, what the hell is he called? Uh, the Legion dude who can join Domitars and Iron Warriors. Um, yeah, there's... Um... God, I can't remember his stupid centurion name. Yeah, <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Um, and, and, we all have those. So we can, yeah. Everyone yeah, has exactly. those, so anyone so, can take it, but I, I don't remember his name right now. the same exact ability. You can't join big boys unless you have a Cortex controller, and some HQs don't have it. So then you're shit out of luck. Okay. Um... um the now, next one. Right, but before we move to okay. the next one, my other question, and yeah. you may or may not be able to answer this, just because I don't know how much you've read through the the core rules. I, I, you know, I'll be honest; yeah. I haven't read through them yet because I'm worried about assembling first. If if your warlord is in a unit, because that that says if your warlord essentially hasn't shot and hasn't fought, you get these bonuses. If you're in a unit, can you decide not to shoot? Yeah. Okay. You, you can shoot with the unit, but he doesn't have to shoot. Okay, because I know in like current forty k, that's not yeah. the thing. If if there's shots, the whole thing is shots. Yeah, you have to shoot them. Yeah, you can just okay. choose not to shoot the warlord. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what I wasn't sure of. If you had that choice, but if you had that choice, then that's good. No, no, yeah, no. You don't have to shoot him. No. Okay. Um, for oh, Forge Lord is I yeah. the one who can do it. Oh, Forge Lord. Yeah. Yes, that's what. Yeah, because he has the master autonoma. Automata as one of his rules. Yep, 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 yep. There All we right. Go. My favorite warlord trait, though, which didn't really come in handy because I was playing against world leaders, but it, was, it, it seems like a hell of a lot of fun, um, is science of slaughter. So basically, your warlord gets more and more smart as the combat continues. So uh, on the second turn of combat, so it has to be the second turn, you have to survive. A warlord with this trait uh, and a warlord with this trait is engaged in. On each turn, it is locked in the same combat. After that, it gains a cumulative bonus of plus one weapon skill and strength to a maximum of ten. Once a given combat is ended, the warlord is no longer locked in combat. The weapon skill and strength are, are reset, uh, and the additional reaction is in the assault phase. I like this one. Now, none of your guys are eternal warriors, so this is very risky, hmm. per se. So you can just get cut down. But I like the fact that if I'm locked in combat with a, you can build the the characters are very customizable. If you build a close combat warlord and he's just stuck in combat repeatedly, um, <laughs> he just starts getting more and more weapon skill, which I thought is really interesting. That's pretty funny. And okay, they might yeah, not be it, Eternal it, Warrior, but 
you know, if you if you don't have a weapon that causes instant death, a lot of this stuff is high toughness, I would think. Exactly. So it's not getting it's not dying from the double out. It would be dying because you you know you have murderous strike. Yes. Tyrannic Tyrannic Great Blades will and always have been our greatest enemy. That is true. Yeah. Always, always, always. Um, Mechanicum do have an advanced reaction, like mm -hmm. every single Legion does. Um, again, it's used once per turn, and it's called Scornful Fire. This advanced reaction may be made once per game during the shooting phase when an enemy unit declares a shooting attack targeting a friendly unit with the independent character special rule under the reactive player's control, which is part of the Mechanicum detachment. Whew. Okay, so basically, if your friendly unit with the independent character is being shot, the reacting unit and any friendly Mechanicum unit eligible to make a reaction within 12 inches may make a shooting attack targeting the unit that triggered this reaction and following all the usual rules for shooting attacks. And any units that make a shooting attack as part of this reaction count as having a reaction being made this phase. Um, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase the last paragraph. You can't do this if it's in direct line of sight. So none of your barrage weapons can do this. Uh, if it's a vehicle, it, it does say mechanical unit. So if it's a vehicle, you can only do this with defensive weapons. Um, and template weapons can only be done if it's within eight inches and must use the wall of death rule instead of firing normal, which is the D3 on Overwatch. Um, as an exception to the usual rule for the automata types, units of automata may also make a shooting attack as part of this reaction. So this is kind of cool. It includes automata in, in case they don't have a cybernetic dude inside their unit. They can still react using this. Oh, um, okay. I mean... Overall thoughts, this is pretty powerful. No, no, that is good. Um, so it's the one yeah. per game. Yeah. Everything that's close enough gets to react to it. Yep. Everyone everything gets to fire at the unit that just got that that the unit that everything gets to fire. Everything at least within twelve inches gets to fire at the unit that fired at the friendly unit. That I think no, that's actually very good. Because you know you can only use it yeah. once, no, but if, yeah. if you have your stuff overlapped well, whatever I shoot at you with, depending on your weapons, I know that unit that took that shot could just die. So you yes. save it for the most important unit, and then you probably, yeah. if you set yourself up well, you might very well just be able to kill my unit. And then that that's huge. That's no, I really like that one. That's a really good advanced reaction. The very, very good reaction used once. I mean, it's like, I'll put it this way. It's like very much all the other advanced reactions. A lot of the advanced reactions are super powerful, but they're only used once. Um, yes. I like the fact that this one can also be like, <laughs> the Alpha Legion can just be like, oh, you're shooting my unit now? And they just dip and duck out. I yeah. think that'd be funny. Um, but yeah, no, it's a very powerful reaction. Um, well, they wouldn't again, be able to, they wouldn't be able to do it to this because you can't react to a reaction. Oh, that's true. You can't react to reaction. Yeah. But it's still very cool. Very cool. Very true. Um, all right. So let's just dip and dive. Now, I'm not going to go over the units that specifically because, uh, one, honestly, I think the stats are the most important. Um, mm -hmm. and again, stats may change. Points may change. I think war gear and special rules are pretty much going to stay the same. Um, but other than that, I think pretty much they're going to stay exactly the same besides the points. I mean, sorry, stats are going to stay the same. Points are going to change is what I meant to say. Yeah. So what's really cool is that uh, in previous editions of Mechanicum, your Arch Magos was, uh, had an abeyant that it can take separately as an upgrade, and then it modified the stat line. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you can take an Arch Magos Prime 
or an Archmago's Prime on a Bayant. Yay! <laughs> so it, it literally it builds the stat line in. So I I like that. It sounds stupid, but I actually do like that because uh, Battle Scribe never really added the stats properly, so you had to do it yourself. Mm. Um, so that is pretty cool. Yeah. So Archmago's Prime, uh, they're both move six. I'm going to do a Bayant as well, but they're both move six, both weapon skill four, both ballistic skill five, both strength five. The difference is the Prime is toughness five, the Abeyant is toughness six. Um, the Archmago's Prime is wounds three, the Abeyant is wounds five. Oh, wow. Um, initiative four for the Archmago's Prime, initiative three for the Abeyant, because he's slower. Um, two attacks for both, leadership 10 for both, two plus save for both. Um, the major interesting thing about the Archmagos, Dave, and this is what's going to throw a lot of mechanical players off, including myself, okay. is that if you notice under unit type, it says Cyber Thirdist. Yes. This is where it gets interesting. So before, the Prime was supposed to be more of your customizable combat character, buff character, whatever. He was never the cyberneticist. That was a completely different unit called the Dominus, which is still in here, by the way. Um, but that was a completely different unit, the Dominus. Now, both the Prime and the Dominus both have access to Cyber Thurge's powers. The difference is that the Dominus has more access and more ability to choose more powers than the Prime, which okay. I think is pretty cool. So it's basically, and he's also cheaper as well. He's, he's now basically your shittier version of an Archmagos. But yeah. now your Archmagos can actually do Cyber Thurge's powers. And we'll talk about that when we get to that section. Um, but that's something a bit like, that is a big change for Mechanicum players that normally with your Prime, he was built as your close combat character, your Praetor. He's your Praetor. He's yeah. your Praetor. The Dominus is your Librarian. Now the Prime is basically both. Got it. Okay. That's like the easiest way to put that. Um, special rules. He's got all the stuff. Uh, I will point out that he has Master Cyber Thurgist. We'll go, go again over Cyber Thurgy rules. Um, he has Orders of the High Techno Arcana. Now, this is what I was mentioning before, and I will go over this because uh, it's leaks. But um, remember how I said that you know you used to be one of three armies: Tugmata, Cybernetica, or Reductor. Yes. Right? Th these were your kind of your right. The Orders of the High Techno Arcana now build in those three, while also including other ones. So now it's kind of all together under that one rule. Okay. So. There is that. Uh, he's relentless, he's stubborn, and he pretty much has all the options, by the way, from the last three edition, so he can pick up all his guns. He's got his rag grenade, cyber familiar. He can do a jetpack. Um, yeah, he's got all his, literally all of his um, old stuff, um, which is really cool. Uh, it's, it's basically the same. Oh, I should point out, by the way, this is pretty interesting. Uh, one more thing. He's got firing protocols three. Okay. So this is big because what that means is he can fire three weapons, right? Okay, that's cool. Who cares? Battlesmith allows you to repair a robot as long as you don't shoot a weapon. So if you have firing protocols three, you can still shoot two weapons and repair a robot. Okay. Pretty interesting. Yeah. That's what that is. I uh, One of the Primarchs has that. Um Ferris. Ferris, Ferris. It should be Ferris Manus, yeah, if anyone has that. He has, he, has a, he, has, he has three weapons. And people are like, okay, firing protocols three, but then when does he battlesmith? And it's literally, as long as you don't fire one of your weapons, you can battlesmith, hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, then, again, like I said before, because he's Master Cyberthurgist, um, he can pick one 
of the Cyber Thurge's powers, so we could choose Cybernetica or Machina. Um, sorry, I should probably read the full name. Artifici- Artificia. Artificia. Fake Latin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Artificia Cybernetica, Artificia Mechan- um, Machina, those are the two he can select. He can get more depending on the high order he chooses, but those are the two he starts with. And then, of course, you have the orders, and these should sound familiar for my Mechanicum players. Uh, you have Archimend, and we'll go over each one, by the way. You have Archimendrite, Cybernetica, Lacrimarda, Macrotech, Malagra, Myrmidax, and Reductor. So as you can see, Cybernetica and Reductor are now added into the high order. Yeah. Um, the Abeyant is the same exact thing, except he gets one more. He gets one more Cyberthurgis power, I should point out. He gets the Ephem... Oh, Jesus Christ. GW, I love you, but please, with the slap. No, um, just so you know, the Ephemera Incursus was actually on the other one as well. Yeah. It was just was on it? It was oh, on the next page. On the other? Yeah, no, it was oh, on the next yeah, page. It a, was little, not... a little black um, thing. Actually, let me take this off. Yeah. Okay, so it had three, Ephemera Incursus. Um, and again, Archimandrite, Cybernetica, Lacrimona, Macrotech, Reductor. All right, um, that's really it. Um... Let me see here. Are those your HQ then you options? Have the then? Oh, no, Dominus. Okay. Oh, yeah, you have Tons. Again, you have the Dominus band and Dominus uh, on foot. The big difference, by the way, I should just point out to make my life easier. Yeah. A Dominus on a band adds plus one toughness and plus two wounds. So okay. the Dominus, for example, is toughness four. The band is toughness five. Uh, the, the Dominus is two wounds. The band is four wounds, right? Um, stat line is movement six, weapon skill three, ballistic skill four, strength four, toughness four or six, or five, sorry, toughness, uh, sorry, toughness four or five, wounds two or four, initiative three, attacks two, leadership nine, three plus eight. Options as they had before. Um, but like I said before, their cyber thurgist can, um, they could do cybernetica, machina, and incursus, which is the same as the, um, it's the same as the prime, Hmm. but... You're cheaper. Like you're paying what a hundred fifty-five points versus what seventy-five? Yeah, but real quick. But you have a, you have a much lesser um, save. Exactly. It's, it's basically again for those who played Mechanicum in, in one. There is no difference between now the Dominus and the Prime, other than one is a more beefed. The Dominus now is now your Centurion. And the prime is now yours, uh, Praetor, is essentially the best way to put that. Yeah. They both get Cybernetica. Oh, and then we have a special character, Caleb. No one cares about him. No one used him. Poor dude. Does he have any special powers? Let me see here. Caleb Decima Invictus. He's got a cool name. I'll give him that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's, first of all, he's Order Reductor. So he's the dude who basically says, you see that city block? I don't want to see it anymore. (laughs) That's basically it. Let me see. Now, movement six, let's go four, but let's go four. Strength five, test five, wounds three, initiative four, two attacks, leadership ten, three plus save. Um, he does have hatred of traitors. That's really good because he confers yep. that to the unit. Yep. Um, and ignores cover conferred to his bodyguard cover. unit. Ooh, nice, yeah. yes, he does ignore cover. Oh, and he gets Sunder. Okay, that's good. He confers Sunder to the bodyguard's unit. That's really good. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, whatever Wrecker is. I don't know what Wrecker is. Wrecker is um, buildings. Oh, okay, that's it's destruction of buildings. Got it. Yeah, that's destruction of buildings. Um, and he can take either a unit of Tech Priest for Silex. Oh, wait, oh, then why would they have Sunder? 
do Silax get? I'm gonna skip. Almost want to skip it. Silax are these weird kind of bendily spine things, but I don't think they've ever had really good attacks against. Oh no, that's right. They can like bundle their attacks for like a strength ten attack. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, tech priest. You have a tech priest. Uh, sixty-five points. I think he's the cheapest. Oh, he because yes, now, now we're into the elites. cheapest of all shoes. No, he's a tech priest. Yeah, this Auxilla? is elite. Sorry, he's I should have pointed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is elite. Sorry. So um, he's the tech priest. Is one tech priest four server automata. Again, nothing really changed. But again, he is now a cyber thirdist as well. He can take cybernetica and machina. What's really cool is that you can still take baby techno arcana. So this is kind of like the techno arcana that the prime can take. Hmm. But they're babier versions. They're weaker versions. Um, so, for example, uh, while this unit can use any server automata, you could improve their battlesmith rule to three plus. So on a three plus, you heal a whole point or wound, which is that's pretty cool. That's very good. Um, you could do lacrimalis, which gives feel no pain five plus twenty tech thralls. He's in, which is also really good. Um, and reductor is the one with tank hunter and wreck. That's the, that's I kill tanks in buildings. So. Um, still a very good unit, but again, he's built in special rules for Cybernetica, and he's got baby. Um, this is a new unit. I've never seen this one before. I got to it. Um, the, uh, Jesus Christ. The, um. Arcuter Magisterium. <laughs> well, sure. Arcuter Magisterium. Assassin of the Prefecture Magisterium Paternus Malagra. So, little side note, Malagra are specifically... Um, character assassinators. In fact, you can... I, let me turn back the pages real quick. Just want to make sure the Prime can take this. Because Malagro was... Yes, you can. So, Malagro is specifically the character assassinator. Um, I'll talk about the rules later, what it gives you, but just to give you an idea what Paternus Malagro is. So, movement 7. So, he's fast. Um, weapon skill 5, Velissa skill 5, strength 5, toughness 5, 2 wounds only. Initiative 4, attacks 2, leadership 10, 3 plus save. Um, he could take plasma fusels. He could take paragon blade. Oh, hello. Okay, he's a character. He could take paragon blade. He's loyalist only. Okay. Huh, I didn't see Yeah, him he's before. a loyalist. Huh. But he is monster hunter, too. Precision strikes. <laughs> Fuck you, traitors. Um, feel no pain, firing protocols. All right, so... The good, so this is what makes him fun. He's called a hunter killer for a reason. Um, he can basically take a unit of Domitar um, as bodyguard, which those are the big guys, the huge fucking fists, Dave. I don't know if yeah. you saw them before. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen him, yeah. Who gives a shit about that? I don't give a fuck. He could be, the other unit he can be in is Vorax, which is fucking hilarious. So for people who don't know mm -hmm. what Vorax are, I suggest you pause. Look it up on Google. They're fucking amazing. They're chicken walkers. Um, and they're just so fucking cool. <laughs> they are very cool. Um, because Vorax can outflank, so you can outflank with this dude, um, with with a whole unit of like really angry monsters. So I think that's really cool. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool. Uh, speaking of Domitars, they're yeah, still expensive. Um, <laughs> speaking of Domitars, um, there's their move eight weapon skill four. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna warn you guys ahead of time. The weapon skill across the army is not great. Um, if you're hitting anything with weapon skill 5 or higher, hope and pray. Um, you could buff your weapon skill certain ways with warlord traits or stuff, but just realize that you're no longer... You, if you're going to do close combat, weaken it. 
So weapons go four, ballistics go three, strength seven, toughness seven, five wounds, um, initiative three, four attacks, leadership seven, uh, and three plus save. Um, they still have their two graviton hammers. They still have their missile launcher. Although big thing is now it includes the Ignis missiles. So now you have you have access to the anti-aircraft missiles if you want. So that's a big thing. Um, that's really it. Just a big, punchy, tough robot on us. You take Paragon of Metal. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Paragon Metal did change a tiny bit. Paragon right. of Metal, um, so again, to kind of tease a little bit, cybernetic units still have their old rule of must move towards the closest unit, must shoot the closest unit, must charge the closest unit. Um, Paragon of Metal basically stops all that. It, you become now a, a unit that you can control, essentially. Oh, uh, okay. That's all that means. Useful. Potentially anyone expensive, a, but useful. Yeah, anyone with a... Um, yeah, it's, it's expensive. But anyone that's in automata basically has to follow that rule. They have to charge, shoot, and move towards the closest enemy unless there's someone with a cybernetic cortex in them, near them, or the Paragon of Metal. Okay. Um... Myrmidons. Now, I feel like these guys are probably going to go up in points. Um, I know we're not supposed to... <laughs> I know the points really don't matter, but these guys... Oh, man. So, they're 120 points. Hmm. But they're costed very aggressively, in my opinion, um, for what they do. So, there's move 6, weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 5, so they don't twos. Strength 4, toughness 5, 2 wounds each, initiative 2, 3 attacks, 4 attacks for the Lord, 8, 9 leadership, 3 plus save. They still have their refractor fields, so they still have their 5 plus plus save. Um, Prag Kraken is still armed with a power axe. Um, they can still take all their special weapons, so they can still take their fucking. It's a whole list. Yeah. They can still take their plasma fusils. Um, they could still take their Volkite chargers, Graviton guns, their flamers. Um, I think they're a bit too cheap for what they do. Um, so I. But so I think in old uh, Heresy 1.0, they were 150, which. They were way too expensive for what they did. This is one twenty. What do you think? So, so looking in. What now? I haven't played against this army. I haven't played this army. This is the first time I've kind of really looked over these rules. In my mind, for what I've seen out of the other legions, and just when I look at weapon profiles and everything like that, I see three guys that are two wounds, three up save. And I have some concerns of survivability. And I know they have a refractor field, so they at least get an info and all. But um, I, I think they're priced probably appropriately, or, or at least reasonably well, just because of how deadly the game can be. I mean, I should point out that each pl they can take two plasma fusils each, so then it's 20 points each, so they're technically 180 if you arm them with six plasma fusils, which then makes sense. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I, I haven't. I don't own them, which sucks because I do want. They're my next kind of purchase list. Yeah. Um. Oh, they're also hatred. I should point out that also. Yeah, have hatred everything. Yeah, it's all the Myrmidons have hatred everything. Uh, this be, includes the destructors when we hit them in heavy support. So they reroll uh, hit wounds and wound rolls of one. Um. I I don't know. Maybe they're cost. I don't know. With Point having a three-up really cool save though. and only two wounds for three guys, yeah. I wouldn't want to see them at more because then I think they're going to just be, honestly, unfortunately, too easy to kill. Even now, they're fair, somewhat easy. At, yeah. At 150, they were almost not auto-take, but they definitely hurt when they popped out of their stupid uh, Uchu train. Mm -hmm. So um, at 120, I just don't want to see them spammed. 
as the only. I always, I would get like under. I always get worried with undercosted models because then that's the only thing you'll fucking see ever again. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's the 30k crew. No one's gonna spam Myrmidons. I think. Although it would look cool. I think Myrmidons. I dare say Myrmidons are one of the coolest models in the entire fuck anic of my I, opinion. I think you're also just going to see less spamming in general because it's one of the other armies that you therefore have to get entirely essentially entirely out of forge world for all intents and purposes i, I know um some of the 40k stuff can cross over and there's certain things you can use and yeah. all but for a lot of these like what we might call core units or like these are your real cool unit you're getting them out of forge world only so i'm i'm not as worried about spam here um as i would be in one of the 18 legions okay speaking of crossover by the way yep thralls. here we go there's a crossover <laughs> speaking of speaking of crossover tech thralls oh my the god thing so you cheap. never buy from forge world and you just completely uh redo from your own scrap uh tech thralls are still the same shit uh they hold your line um <laughs> that's basically what they do so still 30 points for 10 of them uh still weapon skill two bliss skill two uh, strength four <laughs> toughness three one wound Two initiative, one attack, leadership six, six plus save. They're still the, you keep them in the back holding your line. Uh, you can still go up to 30, I think. Hold on. Uh, yeah, you can still go up to 30. Yeah. Um, you could still kite them out with, like, you could still kite them out ridiculously. You could still do, um, although here's the weird part. The entire squad may be given any default upgrades. So it's no longer per dude. So that, I'm not sure if that's going to change after the playlist or not, but apparently you can give induction charges for 15, carapace armor for 25, and reverend alchemistry for 25. So now it's, oh, that's interesting. So if I want to, hold on a second, I'm going to do math here. So it's 20 for three, or the three for, uh, three per, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. They're three points three each. Three per up to 20, so 60 points, right? It, well, so how many total do you want to take? Or all of them. Uh, that so would be 90 be, points for a unit of 30. And then 90 plus, let's say I give them uh, chemistry, which is a feel no pain, although toughness three, whatever, fucking fine. 25 points, and carapace armor for four plus save. So now you're at uh, 50. 130. So what, 140? Uh, sorry, sorry, 140, 140. You're right. My apologies. 140. That's not bad. 30 dudes that have a feel no pain are fearless because you cut out their brain and a four plus armor save? Yeah. They'll hold that objective forever. <laughs> like, they'll die. It, it, and, of it, course... Um, you need someone to have flamers. If they don't have flamers, it's going to take you a very long time to cut through just that many yeah, bodies. They're, they're, that's what their job is. I, I don't know if they kept... I know I'm going to talk about it later. I don't know if they kept... Um, let me see if I skip for five seconds. I want to see the Lacrimalis rule. Because Lacrimalis used to be able to... There we are. Uh... Da, da, da. No, you can't do it. Okay. A Lacrimalis used to be able to, if you lose the unit, you can bring them back on. Okay. Which I thought was the coolest rule. I'm not... What a shit. That was a really funny rule that no one ever used because no one ever spam tech thralls was expensive. But um, anyway, this was still cool. Um, let's see here. Thalax. Thalax are still your same basic line. Still have the same um, jump. I will say that their gun changed. Okay. We'll to that when we talk about the weapon, their gun changed for the better. It used to be one shot. Now you can switch profiles between basically a bolter and a more powerful sh like lightning gun. So I think that's really cool that they were able to do that. Um, hoping they keep that for the end, please. 
Um, still move seven. Well, now they're move seven. Weapon skill three. Ballistic skill four. Strength and toughness five. Nothing changed. Uh, three wounds, initiative two. Attacks two. Leadership seven. Um, they no longer have the weird chain blade. Now it's just they can take a chain bayonet, which makes sense. It's they're kind of universalizing that with the legions. Yeah. Um, yeah, they still have Jin Sight. They still have the jetpacks, which we'll talk about later. They can still take melt bombs. Yeah, so they're pretty much the same. They're pretty much still the normal. These are line troops. They can still do. They can do crazier things with their jetpacks. When we talk about it, they're very funny. All right, let's see here. Silax. Silax, 125 points. Move six. Weapon skill three. Ballistic skill four. Strength four. Toughness five. Two wounds. Initiative three. Attacks three. Leadership six. Four plus save. They still have their combat array. They still have their their Kraken bolter. They still have move through cover. Night vision. Their support unit. So they can't really score. I think that's what support unit means. I can't remember. Support unit. Um, they. Uh, I'm trying to remember out of time ahead, but support unit I believe means that they can't. You can't take them without taking another troop unit, and I don't think yeah, they can count for your they compulsory. They are. They can score because they're lying. Oh, they're automata. They're fine. Wait, why are they lying then? That's such a weird. That eh, might be a misprint or something. They're automata, so they shouldn't be able to score. But whatever. They are heavy. Which is nice. So you can re-roll against blasts and stuff. True. Can't sweep, but you said they're not great in combat anyway. Uh, yeah. Castellax. Now, this is the biggest change here. This For all my mechanical peeps, this is what you want to know. So Castellax go down in points. They're like 95 now. Move 7, weapon skill 3, let's go 4. This is the biggest change. They are now strength 7, toughness 6. Uh, 1.0, they had them at strength 6, toughness 7. Now that those two profiles essentially reversed. So they have a higher strength, lower toughness. Still four wounds, still three initiatives, still three attacks, leadership 7, 3 plus save. Um, that's the biggest change for me, in my opinion. Okay. Um, ironically, they're not monstrous creatures anymore. Oh, that's why. Because um, I, I remember so looking at some of the weapons. The weapons now have the AP profile. So some of your weapons may not even be AP2 anymore. So you have to be careful with what weapons you have. Because before, Dave, these were monstrous creatures, and therefore they just were automatically AP2, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That was an um, old thing they used to do. Forgot about that. Yeah. So now it's just literally they, their weapons decide what AP they are. Um, this is a big change. This is a very big change. Okay. Um, I won't even talk about Dark Angels, but I'll talk about the game. This goes back to the game I played against World Leaders. Before, when you're playing World Leaders, uh -huh. you were toughness sevens. I'm charging you with chain axes. Sure, they're hitting you on threes, but they're wounding you on sixes, probably re-rolling. Who gives a fuck? Now, they're wounding you on fives re-rolling. That is a massive difference when they're hitting you with like 90 attacks or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, so they're not as what's the word I'm looking for durable against the close combat that they used to be. Um, which is good. I'm not, I'm not mad about this, by the way, I should point out, <laughs> I should point out not mad about this whatsoever. Um, but yeah, no, that that's pretty much my thought on it. Dave, were you gonna say something? Uh, no, no, no. My computer froze a little bit, but I'm I'm good now. No, I mean, it, it all it all seems good so far. Yeah, it's, it's some of them again very same. They're very similar. The yeah. big changes were the strength and toughness of that, and then like the, when we get to the special rules, that's gonna be a complete shit show. 
Um, speaking of shit, Joe, uh, the other big change was the dedicated transport, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know it, you love it. The Choo Choo Train, um, Trearos, Move 15, Ballistic Score, still front 14, side 12, rear 12, 5 HP. I think that went up. 22 transport capacity. That's a lot of guys. Holy fuck. Yeah, no. It's, it's, remember, almost all your guys are bulky too anyway. Yeah, so um, you need it. Yeah, but I was just laughing because I'm like, what the fuck? It was like 10 before. Yeah, so that's really funny. Still all the same points, though. Um, the Arlatax, the flying monstrous creature that doesn't have a model. I was surprised they kept this, Dave, because they pretty much removed everything that doesn't have a model. So they kept the Arlatax, which is so interesting they, because it doesn't they, really have a model. They, they must be planning one, then, I would say, if they don't have anything for it yet. Too many people have done so many conversions. I don't think anyone's going to buy it anymore. You take a Domitar and you put whips on it at this point. Um, it's basically a Domitar that flies. Okay. Uh, speaking of this, yeah, so movement eight, it's a little faster. Weapon skill four, but the skill three, strength and toughness seven, five wounds. Initiative four, attacks four, leadership seven, uh, three plus save. Still has the two power blades with the inbuilt auto cannon, which is great. Still has a plasma cannon, has an Uton jump booster, which we'll talk about much later. Um, you can still put arch scourges in it. You can make a paragon of metal. It's still, still a good unit. Um, I haven't converted one ever, but I mean, still it's a flying Domitar who, like, that's scary as fuck. That's surprising like, that, that yeah. or if they already have other Domitars, maybe it's going to be an upgrade kit or something. But yeah, you're right. They don't norm nowadays. Probably. They don't keep anything if they don't have a a, a vision in mind. They did for certain special characters, yeah, but that was about it. Domitars, yeah, Domitars have been around for quite some fucking time too. So. I was surprised when I saw it, um, but hey, you know, if we get a model, we get a model. We don't, we don't. It doesn't hurt me either way, but it'd be really cool if we got a model because it's it's very much, um, what the hell is that stupid chaos robot called? Um, the one with all the, the, the arc whips and shit. Um, yeah. ah, it's going to drive me up the wall now. Whoa. That stupid chaos robot. I, I'll, I'll look it up because I, I can't think of the name either. I think I know what you're talking about, but I'll look it, it up while it, you it, talk it's about it. It's got stuff. a bunch of like, Electro whips. Yeah, so I'll keep going while you look it up. Yeah. So the Ursarax. Ursarax are the jump troops that are Thalax with jump packs. They're the coolest looking ones. Move seven. Oh, no, no, no. The, the Vorax are the ones I'm thinking. The Ursarax are fine too, though. Yeah, but the, the, the Ursarax is the uh, smaller ones. Vorax are the chicken walkers. Yeah. Weapon skill four. So they're, thank God they're higher weapon skill by a little bit, but just <laughs> enough. Strength five, toughness five, still three wounds, still four. Oh, they went up. Uh, they're now four attacks each instead of three. Uh, initiative two, leadership seven, um, still have the lightning claws. Uh, I should say now normal lightning claws, which is great. Um, still have the Vulcanite incinerator on their chest. It looks like they lost the rule to grab someone and shoot them with their chest beam. No one used it anyway, but and they can still take power fists. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I should put nice out and simple and straightforward for those ones, at least. Yeah, nice. Power fists do lose you an attack, though. Which is very oh, interesting. Oh, really? Yes. And Ursax with two power fists is one of its additional attacks. Which makes sense because it's a fucking strength 10 power fist. Oh. You're basically uh... punching like a rail gun. <laughs> you basically are a rail gun. Um, are you talking about like a Mauler Fiend? No. I'll find it later. I know it's going to drive me up the wall. Yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm just it's not seeing something. It's a chaos model that has like all these weird tentacles and shit. Like arc whips. Or maybe it's a, here's the sad part. Maybe it's a fucking sister's model. I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, they have models somewhat similar to that, but none that I'm seeing that I would describe the way you did. Maybe it's a sister's model. God it's knows the sisters of battle and chaos are pretty much the fucking same when it comes to weird shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is the sister's model. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the more mortifiers. The mortifiers. Mortifiers, yes. Okay. Basically, they're the fist weapon autocannons, and then they have the whips. That's how I imagine them to look like, but yeah. Okay, got it. All right. Vorax. Um, still the same. They're moving. Still the movement. Now they're moving nine. They're there. That's fast. Oof, they're fast. Um, yeah, and they get fleet two, which is even funnier. Um, so they can charge. What is the nine uh, plus three? I believe then. Um, right. Eight, no, eight nine's nine, a plus, one. plus one. Eight, eight nine's a plus one. Yep, so now they're plus three to their charge. Yeah. Um, they did get an automatic deflector. Before, the biggest problem with Vorax is they had no invulnerable save whatsoever. Mm. Now they actually have the automatic deflector, which the Dreadnoughts have, or the Contenders. That's really good. It's also light, which is interesting. Uh, still strength six, toughness six, three wounds, initiative four, attacks three, leadership seven. I'm still armed with the two power blades, still armed with a lightning gun. It has scout, meaning that it can outflank. Because uh, it's weird now. Out and um, infiltrate confer outflank as a rule. Okay. Which is interesting. thought that's yeah, the so way it, it was back in 7th. Yeah. So it, it's weird that it doesn't have outflank, but that's where it gets the outflank from. But very 65 points. It's still the same points as it was. That's the funny part. Still a good model. I still love the damn model. Oh, no, they're great models. Oh, the Voltrax. Oh, the Voltrax. The Voltrax. And I want to check guns or just want to check see where guns what the hell's it called an arc blaster oh to see what it's gun actually does it. yeah because before it was a bunch of bullshit if you have it on your computer <laughs> i'm waiting for you to just control f it uh so I, I can God. yeah i can do that that's fine where the hell well is see it? how fast this goes sometimes i find pdfs on this machine uh, if i have a bunch of them open are a little slow and right now it just tells Let's me it's see. working on it we'll see if it comes up with it though i probably just of got course. too much stuff open or bolt weapons. Ah, oh, here we are. Arc blaster. Okay. Disruptions. Okay. So now that I know what it does, let me. It's disruption. Disruption four plus, and disruption is this. Uh, it calls it automatically. Oh no, it's still shit. It's still good. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. So it's less stupid. Okay. Um, it's still stupid, but it's better. So Volterax is the flying. Uh, it's actually what you would know in forty k as the um. Uh, God, it's got a 40k uh, plague model to it. I'm trying to remember what the hell it is. Driving me up the wall. Um, but it's it's the less corrupted version of that. It's a flying, basically a flying robot. It moves eight. Um, it's um, it's move eight, weapon skill three, ballista skill five, and shoots very well. Um, still has the two missile launchers. Still has the Stratos thrusters, which we'll talk about in a bit because that's also the flying thing. The arc blaster. So before, Dave, yeah, it was a four-shot haywire gun. That's Meaning, good. On a two plus, it would literally just do glancing hits. So you could literally almost glance at a land raider in one shot if you rolled well enough. If you hit all four shots and then rolled all two pluses, basically you rolled all two pluses into all two pluses, you kill a land raider. Because that's what haywire did. It was on a two to th- what is it? Two to five, it's a glancing hit. On a six, it's a penetrate. Right? Uh, it sucked because it yeah. kind of 
Yeah, it, it yeah, it, it wasn't great. It didn't. It was not a feel good weapon. Now it has disrupt, and what disrupt does on hit roll values of X, which is a four plus for the arc blaster, by the way, made by this weapon with this rule causes an automatic glancing hit against vehicles instead of rolling for armor pen, and an automatic wound against them all with dreadnought or automata instead of rolling to wound. So now, it's strength six, so it really won't hurt any predators. What front armor thirteen? So yeah, Ooh, you, you can't yeah. hurt anything unless it's armor twelve anyway. But, but now instead of a two up into a two up, uh, now it's two up into four up if you're shooting, or sorry, two up or four up if you're shooting tanks, or if you're shooting infantry, it still has shred, it still reroll wounds, which is good. yeah. Um, so I like it. It's still good. It's still a good anti-tank drone. Um, not as oppressive as it used to be. You you were thinking I believe what it comes the down to. I believe you were thinking the footed bloat drone is what you were thinking. Yes, the footed bloat. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's a Nurgle unit. I couldn't remember the name either, but I could picture it in my head. Yeah, it sucks because sometimes you're like, wait a minute, what the hell is it? And I'm like, oh man, it's gonna drive me up the wall. Um, but yeah, no. So it's it's still a good anti tank weapon. It's not shit. Don't start throwing your stuff against the wall. I mean, all this can change anyway. Yeah. But it's less like, oh, I look at that tank and it's gone. Which, let's be honest, that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Haywire 4 is is not a nice weapon. At no. All. Just take a land raider off the table, please. That's not a good feeling. I'm sorry. If people can fight me on this... I, no one's going to fight you on that. No one wants yeah. where their 125-point model has great chances uh, of destroying a 350-point model in one shot. Yeah. People, people do not like change. I can tell you that much. Uh, people people always like complain change. about a variety of things, and that's fine. Let them complain. But no reasonable person is going to say that that's problematic. Hmm, true. All right, let's get to the baby. My favorite model, probably my second favorite model, at least in the entire range, the Thanatar, the most oppressive unit <laughs> that used to be. So Thanatar still, it's move eight, which is fucking hilarious, by the way. It's a fast boy. Don't put it in combat, though, ever. Please don't ever put this in combat. Um, so it's, uh, weapon skill 3, bullet skill 4, strength and toughness 8. So it's, it's heavy-duty shit to hurt. 7 wounds, 3 initiative, attacks 3, leadership 7, 2 plus save. So it's still that big, tough unit to hurt. Still has the Twin Links Molar Bolt Cannon. It still has the 5-up save. But now the Plasma Order. And I literally turned to this because I wanted to talk about it. Okay. They have nerfed Plasma very much like they nerfed Plasma with Legions. Yes. So I mentioned the Plasma Fusal and I mentioned the Plasma Mortar. Let's talk about both of those. The Plasma Fusal, which is what you can give your Thalax and you can give two of them to your Myrmidons, is now Strength 6, AP 4. However, instead of being Heavy 2, oh no, it was Heavy 3 before, it's Heavy 3, Breaching 4 up gets hot. So, uh -huh. listen, I'm happy with that. It used to be AP 3, fuck off. It, like... Getting six shots at AP three at 124 at uh, 180 points. That'd be what three, six, 18 shots hitting on twos and rolling ones. Go home. That's why it was oppressive, by the way, Dave. Yeah. They pop out of a tank. Three of them shoot out 18 shots. Oh. Hitting on twos, we're rolling. Hitting on twos, we're rolling, and they're AP three. Oh my god. So it's just yeah, you know. So now it's AP four, breaching four up. They'll get your rerolls, but less oppressive. Make sure you get those, you know, those four ups, essentially. Good. I'm fucking, you know, the plasma mortar, the big one. So this was a large blast, Dave. It used to be strength eight AP two. 
So it, so it even doubles it you 36 out. 36 inches. It used to also be have two. Yes. Hmm. Now it's 36 inches. So it was weird. If you moved, you only had 24. If you didn't move, you had 48. So they, they split it down the middle. It to like 36. Yeah. Now, they split it down the middle. It's strength seven. Ah, see, strength seven. AP four, ordinance one. Breaching four up, large blast, ignores cover, pinning. Okay. So I like this change. I know people are going to you know hate me for that because they want their AP2 again. But again, it was, again, before, again, first of all, you, have to, you could double fire it, which was already stupid as hell. Yeah. But it was a large blast, AP2, reroll your successful cover saves. Now it's AP4, breaching four up, but you get no cover save. Um, I, mean, I it, like this, and it's pinning. Yeah, it, it, it's but very, I do like it's very clearly more. not better. Absolutely, no way is it better. But that's a good thing because, no. one, it's more in line with Plasma now. Plasma now is not the AP2 it used to be. It's, in general, a 4-up to become the AP2 you used to be. Also, I mean, decreasing yeah. the strength by 1, uh, at least as of this, and I have a feeling this is something will absolutely keep, decreasing that strength by 1 means that me, you know, some units now having multi-wounds, because your vets have multi-wounds, um, Terminator units, some other things, having multi-wounds, means something because at strength eight that usually doubles out most yeah, of this game out. it doesn't make any sense yeah, so yeah people are gonna get set at that one but let's be honest it helps the long-term longevity of the game and i like that which then brings me by the way to the other thanatar oh by the way uh for those who are asking no there is no double plasma thanatar on this one that used to be a that used to be a, a unit without a model dave okay it was a double plasma cannon but it was a small blast but it could lay four small blasts instead of one large blast. That's but, even worse. Uh, it's so yeah. much worse. It's so much worse. Um, so the Kalex is still there, still has the heavy Laz Cannon. Now, for those people who are like, oh, God, the heavy Laz Cannon sucks. Wait, 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 wait. So the heavy Laz Cannon before sucked. I'll be honest with you, Dave. It was strength like nine, AP2, one shot. It sucked. It was a last no. cannon. That's a last cannon. Now. It's not the worst thing ever. Yeah, it was. It was but, but you see the thing? Did you? Do you know what I'm talking about? What the, what the Stanitar is? Have you yes. Seen the model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked it up. Yeah. These are the so, just the giant that, robots. This is your baby turbo laser. Get the fuck out of here. But now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> now it is still heavy one, armor bane and shock pulse. Ooh. What does shock so, pulse do? I don't. I don't recall. So shock pulse is an automatic penetrating hit on the value of X. If it doesn't have a value, it's a six plus. Maybe they'll add a value later. Maybe they won't. The armor bane helps though, so you get a strength ten AP two shot in. That's on that 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 hurts any tank. The shock pulse. If they don't add a value on a six day, it's just an automatic other penetrating hit that you do not roll on the table for. All right, let's think about that for a second. I think they have to add a value there, because otherwise, if it's already strength ten, then for it not to be penning when you roll a six would mean it had to be at least an armor 17. I I don't think they put they haven't put anything in the book more than 14. Even the type even uh some of the units in the past that used to be higher than 14, they didn't. I he's gotta be getting like a like a I don't know, maybe uh maybe a four up uh you know guarantees essentially a pen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. There, yeah, there's gotta yeah, no, be a number. God, I hope yeah, so. shock pulse. The big thing with shock pulse was custodies added, where you would kind of shock pulse tank to death because our our stuff was in high strength, but you would rely on it like scrambling the technology. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, but yeah, no, he's still in there. I like the fact that they at least buffed his gun because before it was just fucking useless. Absolutely useless. Yeah. It has armor bane now. I, I'll take it now for the fucking armor bane at this point, believe it or not. Because nothing feels worse than like having a strength and weapon and rolling a one. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Here's this big boy fucking last cannon, and it's like, oh, never mind. Uh, the Myrmidon Destructor Host. This was one of my favorite units. So these are Myrmidons with a heavy weapon bolted onto their body. Um, they are relentless, so you can move and shoot them. Uh, interestingly, the Myrmidon Destructors, uh, or the Myrmidon Destructor, uh, is infantry heavy, so that's really good. And the Destructor yeah. Lord is a character heavy, which is good. Uh, still with the skill 5, strength 4, one skill 4. They still are, they're still armed with their power fists. Wait, no, they're not. Shock, shock charge. No, they're armed with shock chargers. Hello. So they, they used to be armed with power fists before. All right, so what, what's a shock charger do then? What's the difference there? This is the same thing that a Castellax has, so now I gotta, now I gotta look at this. Shock lance, oh god damn it, it's on the other page. <laughs> shock charger. Strength, dash, range, dash, it's melee, AP3. Okay. So, it's an AP3 attack. All right. Okay. Still good. So it's not a power mm. fist. But now they attack at an oh, initiative. Too. I would say they attack so, at initiative, but they're yeah. initiative. So they beat out people with power fists, essentially, is what they do. Exactly. Um, I like that change. Charging them kind of sucked because they had power in the first place. <laughs> it sucked to kind of get struck with a whole unit of power fists. Um, I like them, though. Oh, I should point out that they're armed with all heavy weapons, Dave. So they yeah. have the conversion beamers, graviton imploders, uh, dark fire cannons. Uh, we'll talk about all these weapons. My favorite weapon for them, though, is the Volkite. Um, because they have... Did they lose hatred? Oh, they lost Yeah, they do hatred. not have hatred. No! Not at least at the moment them, they don't. Yeah. The biggest thing with them was that they had hatred. So you would hit on twos with Volkite, wound on two with Volkite, and because Volkite had so many goddamn shots, you would just kind of drown anyone you're shooting because bulk i don't need ap basically yeah. ap basically nothing so you would like drown someone in volkite and kind of do that which was a lot of fun um man oh here we are what is it a volkite what i'm looking at the weapon culvern volkite culvern yeah say i'm culvern five shots each that's right oh, oh sorry culverin i should say but yeah culvern. five shots casual 15 shot squad Hitting yeah. on twos, wounding on twos, and relentless. So, because that's a that's a heavy weapon, so relentless means yeah, they can exactly. actually move it and still fire fun. normal. Yeah, yeah, I love I loved the uh, Myrmidons with Volkites. I, I I had them once, and then I sold them, and I kind of regret that. But I would I ran a squad of like six with Volkite. Um, they were they used to be heavy four, not heavy five. Mm. Can be twenty four shots, hitting on twos, wounding on twos, and it was funny because I was like, oh, that's not going to do anything. I get my armor save. But you're going to get, like, 22 armor saves on a unit. Yeah. And it's Volkite, so you have deflagrate, so any wounds I do, I roll again. It was kind of just a weight of weight of armor saves, which is awesome. It was awesome. <sighs> the Karaknos, I'm not going to spend too much time on. It yeah. still has its missile mortar battery, which we will talk about. The mortar battery, they did buff this a lot. This is the uh, train tank, Dave, with the missiles on its back. Got it. Okay. It's got, like, missiles inside the tank. They did buff this a lot, so I'm going to talk about the weapon when we get to it. Um, and then the Creo Squadron. Um, what's interesting is that they now are in one unit, so it's Battle Tank or Venator. 
They still have their weapons. I mean, again, there's nothing much to talk about. The changes weren't that big. It's move 16, though. I will put That's it down. very, very fast. It's a fast move 16 vehicle. Yeah, it's it's going fast. I will point that out. It does have flare shields, too, which is interesting. Flare shields for the, my, my non-30K players, but my Legion players. Flare shields basically reduce the strength of a weapon by one, I believe. Yes. When shooting from the front. That is what a flare shield does. So basically, it's armor 14 in the front. Um, I will point out uh, the knights, the biggest change with knight... Uh, uh, these are sorry. I shouldn't say call them knights. These are armagers. The biggest change with armagers is that they now have a strength and a toughness, very much like contemptors do. Um, they are faster. Um, they still have the same strength and toughness: seven and seven, six wounds, three up save, uh, three attacks. Um, still can take Volkite, siege claws. Uh, blah 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 blah. They have a rad. So I don't know if this is a misprint, by the way, but this is amazing. I don't. I'm, I, now I'm going to figure out if this is in their old rules. The Rad Furnace? A rad furnace. Yeah. Mm. Hold on. They never released rules for them. It was on PDF. I think just give me five seconds from in this podcast. So now, um, Moirax Knight. If that thing had a fucking Rad Forge before. Let me see. Did they, have, did they post the rules in Forge World? Modes. Yep, there we are. Yeah. Uh, horse heresy rules. I mean, I can't yeah. imagine they they put that. Oh, it did have one. a rat. Okay. It did. It did. It did. It okay. did. Okay. I was gonna say I never noticed that a rat. So for those who don't know what a rat forge is, rat forges are anyone locked in combat with. Normally they're like rat grenades. So for those who don't know, rat grenades are the first turn of combat. You're minus one toughness. Major, right? Rat furnaces. You're minus one toughness when always locked in combat with this unit. It's not just the first turn. So that's pretty cool. That that's pretty neat. Um, Styrix is there. Magera is there. I'm just not gonna really talk about these. Um, I will say. Uh, oh, I should say the Ordinatus is still there. We'll talk about there. The Ordinatus is the big train with the gigantic. I will say that Drakvak. Oh, Christ, Dre, Drakovak. I swear to God. So Drakovak and Scoria are still in the book. Okay. They're in Persona Schismata, which is basically all the special trader people. Okay. Um, Drake was a useless character, and now he's actually fucking amazing, um, <laughs> which is great. Um, he can, um, he has the Warlord trait, Cruel Trastmaster. Uh, any friendly unit at least one mile within 12 inches with this trait fails a morale or pinning check. The controlling player may choose to remove a single model from that unit as a casualty without our saves or damage mitigation rules being made, and they automatically pass. So, you, it's basically a commissar rule, which is great. Um, the liquefactor, which li, li, liquid, li, liquefactor, liquefactor, no liquefactor. I was right. There's an R in there. Um, what's really cool is you can exchange all of his attacks for a liquefactor attack. It automatically hits. It can only be used on a single model in base contact in initiative step one. You roll 2d6. If it has a toughness characteristic, um, they suffer the number of wounds equal to Drakvak's roll minus their toughness value in AP of two. Which is fucking awesome. I love that. Because you can spike this with like a like a 10 roll, and most things are toughness four, and they take six AP two wounds. Because it automatically hits. Yeah. Um, if the target has an arrow value, roll reduce the roll value by half the arrow value struck. The result is number of and hits the back of the vehicle somewhere. So basically, he's he's liquefying you, which is great. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, he also, I believe, let me see here. Um, maybe taking a picture. Yeah, so he knows uh, Artificial Machina, Ephemera, and Kurzus. Jinskine, that's just increased the ballistic skill by one. That doesn't yep, change, guys. So, yeah, and then Scoria. Scoria has changed a lot. Uh, he's not a Primarch anymore, guys. I hate to tell you, he's only 365 points. Still move nine. Spire. Weapon skill five. Ballistic skill five. Strength five. Toughness seven. Okay. Seven wounds. Initiative five. Four attack. Leadership ten. Two plus save. Still has all the guns in the world, by the way. Still has two pistols, a photon thruster, a machinator array, which has guns built into it. Um, he's still 10 bulky. He is Eternal Warrior. <laughs> he is Eternal Warrior. Yeah. Thank God. Um, yeah, no, it's still Fire Portico. Things. All right, so he has, first of all, the Warlord Trade Forbidden Portico. Oh, my God. Forbidden Protocols. Any friendly unit made up entirely models with automated unit type that has at least one model within six inches of this Warlord may make reactions, ignoring the usual restrictions in the automated unit type. In, in addition, they could take, an, I think, an additional direction in the movement phase. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. So what's really cool is um, Scoria's old fluff was that he, you know, would basically experiment with shit that he shouldn't have experimented with. Okay. Um, and he used, to, he used to have a right called Right of the Beast, which was, he still has, funny enough. That's the funny part. We'll get to that in a moment. But basically, he used to program shit that he shouldn't have in the robots, which would make them go crazy. I like that this is Forbidden Protocols makes now robots react. That's amazing. I love it. Mm. I should point out that Scoria also doesn't have a smaller base. Um, he only has the base he came with, which is a display base of like, I think, I think it's 100 millimeters. It's either an 80 millimeter base. Oh, five seconds. Scoria. It's actually not expensive. Yeah, because all the Primarchs have their big display base, but then they have their play base, which is like the 40 mil bases or, or, or whatever size they are, but the standard base. Or they have their giant, like, 100 mil round base or oval base. Annoyingly enough, it doesn't tell me the base size. That's kind of annoying. Oh, there we go. 80 millimeter. Sorry. 80 millimeter. So he's, his base size, ladies and gentlemen, during the game is fucking 80. He's a Leviathan. That's, yeah, it's a big base. In the middle of your fucking squad, which is hilarious. It's a great model, by the way. Though. If anyone picks him up, excellent model. Um, so he's got the Voidian Scepter still. This was this got nerfed, guys. You, you, so before Dave, this used to do D3 wounds for every wound that it did. Well, oh. Um, which was, no, no, wait, to the unit. Yeah. Not the oh, model. God. To the unit. Yeah, so that way, yeah. So if you hit, if you hit four times and wounded four times, the unit took four D three wounds, not the model. That's awful. Now they changed it to do be the model instead of the unit, mm. and then they changed it to this. Um, I should point out by the way, we mentioned who would get brutal. Domitars are definitely getting brutal. Most definitely. Maybe those are the guys with the big fists. Um. Thanatars are probably getting brutal because they're so fucking big. I think this weapon's gonna get brutal as well. I think um, it has so many other things, sense. but I, not, I could see it getting not. brutal, yeah. yeah exactly. brutal too. Like I said, if not, no one cares because it's got so many other things. So it's plus two strength, which makes it strength uh, seven. seven, AP two, two-handed, so you can't get you can't get, technically get an extra attack here. Yep. Uh, armor Bane, Exoshock, four plus, Murder Strike, five plus. So, yeah, not bad. I should point out that he also has Rights of the Beast, 
which means he's got uh, Artificia Machina, Artificia Cybernetica, Incursive, and Arcana, which is the the different one. Um, and that's pretty much the unit settled. The rest okay. of this is going to go by very quickly. Um, but that's basically the units. I will point out that the play test does have Titan Legions as well as yes. Knight Legions. Um, to give you an idea, uh, the, the big thing with Titan Legions and Knight Legions is that now you are supposed to take armagers for every knight taken, right? So now you can't just spam knights. Now you actually have to take um, uh, armagers per knight. And I believe okay. it's two armagers per one knight, hmm. which makes sense. No, you know, don't spam knights. Essentially, is the rule of the game here. Yeah, you have to take armagers. So that's pretty cool. All right. Um, let's see. All right, so now let's get to the special rules. This, this should take the last bit of us. Okay, very good. All right, so this is, I don't know what page this is. I'm on automata, appendix unit types. Uh, I'll get to it. You can talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll scroll my way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it's all right kinds of units. So, again, they have the automata rule, which, funny enough, exists in the main rulebook. Uh, for those who don't know, they're fearless. Uh, if you're poisoned or fleshbane, you must reroll successful wounds against them. Um, uh, you may not make reactions, and um, you can't join a unit that does not have the automated rule. Of course, this changes if you have cybernetic cortex, but for now, keep it at that. Cybernetic subtype. So the, the big thing that they kind of condense program behaviors. So models with the cybernetic subtype are subject to the program behavior special rule. During both the controlling player shooting phase and charge subphase, an automated unit must attempt a shooting attack and or um, oh my god, sorry. Uh, it must attempt a shooting attack or charge if there's an enemy unit within range, and it must be the closest enemy unit possible that is within line of sight and is valid target for shooting attack or charging. I should point out that it doesn't force you to move towards the closest target. That did change, so I do like that. So technically, you can move and adjust who you're firing slash yeah, that yeah, you have some control. So that's, good. that's good. I like that. I, that was good. That's good. A model with a cybernetic subtype may fire all weapons, um, including as part of a reaction, if this is eligible, obviously. Because remember, cybernetic is usually automated and they can't do reactions. Uh, models with a cybernetic subtype may fire heavy and ordnance weapons, counting as stationary, even if they moved. That goes for the Thanatar, essentially. And you ignore any penalties to initiative characteristic when charging into or through difficult, dangerous terrain. So you're basically a robot. Um, we'll talk about program behavior. That, well, that was program behavior. Sorry. Yeah, it's a program so behavior. That's cybernetic. Yeah. Um, not too bad. Um, Guardians. So these are your Silax. I, I know I'm saying them wrong. I know for a fact and it annoys me. <laughs> so Silax are Guardians. Okay. They can embark freely on vehicles, fortifications. Basically, these uh, may be joined by friendly models with the character type. Uh, and they and normally they can make reactions, if, even though it's so normally restricted. If a unit contains any models with the Guardian subtype, as well as any more models with the character type, any wounds of which will be allocated to the character, even those caused by precision strikes or sniper special rules, must be allocated to the model with the Guardian subtype first. Um, that is massive. That is... I, I cannot stress how big that is. Yeah, it means you um, really can't pick them out. A lot of sniping. Yeah. Yes. This is I mean, their job. Um, I should point out that unless they're joined by a character, so people are like, oh my god, I think so many Silax. 
Uh, <laughs> if you're not joined by a character, you reduce your movement characteristic by two and you can't run, and your initiative characteristic becomes one, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so join them with a character, please. Yeah. Paragon. So this is what you were uh, talking about, by the way, Dave, the Paragon of Metal? Yes, yes, yes. So models of the Paragon subtype are, are not affected by special rules that negatively modify their characteristic, other than wounds or hull points. Um... A model with the paragons. Oh wait, no, it isn't. Oh, it's not. Oh, I guess this is added to the par. There's a paragon of metal rule in here, but this adds to it, I guess. So they right. fire all their weapons, uh, shoot attacks, including as part of a reaction. All right, whatever. Armagers um, are stubborn. They fire all their weapons. Any fleshbane or poison reroll successes. They can fire ordnance. You can't join armagers. And unique is unique. Okay, so that, that I told you that was quick. Yeah. Now we get to the cyberthergy. So, this is the biggest change. In 1.0, Dave, mm -hmm. cyberthergy was a uh, essentially a table in which you chose what the robots would do. You roll a leadership check with some modifiers, and then they would get that modifier, that one model. So you pick a model, leadership minus two, he can fire all his weapons twice, but then can't fire in the next turn. Stuff right. like that. All of that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> For the people listening, that does not exist anymore at all and no longer. It's very much now like psychic powers. So psychic powers now are basically a leadership check. If you fail, there are wounds. If you pass, there's, you know, it happens. Basically, every cyber third's power comes with a power and a weapon. That's basically what it comes down to. So it comes with power and a weapon. And anyone who's a cyber third just can take one of these categories. So, I'm, I mean, I'm going to very quickly go over this. The weapons, yeah. the, basically the rules for the weapons are they fire in the same way as other weapons and or their melee, as in melee. Um, if you fail, you take a wound. No invulnerable saves, no damage mitigation rolls. You just take a wound. Um, yeah, and so let's talk about the cyber third just stuff. So, the first cyberthergic right, even this Latin, is... Artificia Machina. Animatus. Is, yeah. So, so, so that's the no, arcana that you're in. Page? Uh, this is page 104. It's in the same thing, but then right underneath, yeah, yeah it's the Animatus Integro. Oh, I see. Okay, so. Yeah. Animatus Integro. Integro, So yeah. this is... Uh, yeah, I know. In, so this, let me actually do it like this, so I'm not like... You can flip me to get some automatis integro. So um, instead of basically the 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 right the power I should say, instead of making a shooting attack, um, basically um, you may apply the effects of any version of Battlesmith special rule um, to a vehicle drawn on our armed unit within twelve inches. Um, so basically, you can repair something out of twelve inches, and the Battlesmith special rule is applied twice without further roll. So you can, instead of repairing an additional wound, you can repair two wounds. Okay. Or two weapon destroyed. Or whatever. And, but that's if you make the so basically, check. Yes. Oh, I should put, anytime you fail, it's a cyrothergic feedback. They're all the same. Yeah. If you fail, you get hurt. Yeah. The, the, the way they've so done... So if you pass, you make a battlesmith roll. The, the, the way they've done psychic powers, and it's the same way they've done these, is that you get a base effect, and if you want to take the leader, essentially the leadership check, if you make it, you get a better effect. If you fail, you take some wounds, and then you get the previous exactly. effect. So it's repair one, double repair, sorry, 
one Battlesmith out to 12 inches, which is good, by the way. Battlesmith is only in in the unit or within a certain, I think it's two Base contact. Check it out. That's like base, yeah, contact. base contact. Oh, there we go. Now it's out 12 inches, so it's really good. So you can repair a wound or repair something out to 12 inches, double repair for a leadership check, or uh, suffer a wound. Uh, the weapon that they have, hilarious, by the way, is... Um, and this and by the way, the weapons are, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'll check each one. But every weapon, in order to shoot it, you need to attack. Uh, you in order to attack with it, you need a leadership check. That is the so same is as like psychic weapons. Shit. No, no, that's the same oh, exact perfect. way okay, all good, psychic good. weapons work. So they literally copied and pasted them. Yes, I'm happy with this. Yeah. that makes it good. So it's 12 inch range, strength one, AP one, and you might be like, who the fuck? What? Assault D6. Haywire, Data Gin, Cyberthergic Focus. And Cyberthergic Focus is the, um, I'm not going to keep repeating that one. That one is the, uh, if you, you have to take a test. So, Assault D6 Haywire, which is, that's not bad. <laughs> that's, that's a, you know, that's, Haywire is on a two plus. Yeah. You do a, uh, you do a, a wound. Not do a wound, you do a glance hit. Yep. On a six up, it's penetrating. And it's AP one, so I mean, if you do a penetrating hit, that gets modified. Yeah, it's supposed to on the table. Two. I like it. Don't care. <laughs> he, he, what is it? Bark scrap coat at you? Is that what essentially what it is? Yeah, he barks scrap coat at you. Yeah, that's great. That that's great. I'm trying to find what Jin does. Jin's data. Jin, we went Jin. through that. Um, that no, so that's Jin Skine. Oh yeah, Jin right. That's Jin Skine. Yeah, one ballistic skill. Oh, and these are not enough to go order. Oh my god, yeah, that's not gonna. I'll let Dave find it. We'll like go I'll, to. I'll the take next a look, one. see if I can find it. Yeah, gin. What is it? Data gin. Data yeah, gin. data gin. No idea, actually. Um, I'm uh, I'm taking a look. Data gin. When allocated uh, to a model that does not have the automata vehicle or dreadnought unit types, or is not a building or fortification. Any hits from a weapon with the special rule automatically fail to wound without any dice being rolled and regardless of the weapon's strength or a target's toughness. So, so you cannot target infantry with Yeah, yeah. Guy. If it's not essentially awesome. it, yeah, if it's not vehicle like, you can't even attempt to hurt it. Not even mad. That's pretty yeah. fucking cool. It's literally a vehicle killer. All right, all yeah. right, all right. That's pretty cool. Next one. Cybernetica Exortis. Um this one's a big one, so bear with me here. So instead of making a shooting attack, the cyber surges with this. Uh, oh my god, with this thergic right, thergic right may select yeah. a single friendly unit with the automatic type within twelve inches and apply one of the following effects to all the models. So, um, you can apply this. You, you, so I'll just go over each one. When making a charge roll, roll an additional dice, discard the lowest. Yep, that's pretty cool. Um, the unit, not each individual model, ignores the first wound inflicted upon it each shooting phase. That target the, the turn the power is used, simply discard the wound allocated to a model. Okay, that's cool. A free shield. The unit adds plus one to its ballistic skill for the remainder of the shooting phase. That's pretty great. Yeah, that's a good one. So now you start hitting with twos with those uh, st with the stuffs. And until the start of the next the controlling player's next turn, as the active player, the unit may ignore the restriction against making reactions suffered by models. So you can get basically allowed to give reactions. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to check for it, then you can apply it to two units instead of one. 
Okay. I like it. No, 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 no. You, you, read, no you read that wrong. If the check oh, is successful, sorry, then yes. you choose two options to the single unit. that's units. really good. Oh, that's really good. Oh, okay. So fun fact, Dave, by the way, this yeah. was the old side. This is almost all of the old Cyberthergy table. Okay, just in involved one. in this one power. Which, fun fact, it's called Cybernetica anyway. So <laughs> that's what that was, the old Cybernetic table. But to a, not to a T, but close enough. Um, it's Cyberthergic weapon. It also has data gin, so you cannot affect people with this. Thank God, because it's strength 10 AP 1. Assault one, instant death, cyberthergic focus. But you can affect dreadnoughts. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Why the instant death? And then I realized yeah, it's dreadnoughts. you can affect dreadnoughts with that. You can do D3 wounds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like this. This is cool. That's strong for Let's sure. Let's go to the next one. If oh, Fuck you. Ephemera, Ephemera perfidia. perfidia. Yeah, Perfidia. Instead of making a shooting attack, a thermothergist with this thergic right may select a single enemy unit within 12 inches that is uh, composed of models with vehicle or automatic unit type. Okay, so you have to select the vehicle or automatic type. Mm -hmm. The cyberthergist control player may immediately make a shooting attack as if... Wait, uh, sorry. The cyberthergist controlling player may immediately make a shooting attack as if they can control the chosen unit this shooting attack may target any unit that is considered an enemy unit by the cyber controlling player and and is made as snapshots the cyber surge may choose to make a cyber surge check before making the shooting attack if successful the shooting attack may be using the cyber surge's bs and is not made as snapshots okay uh but th this this one has an enemy unit used to make the shooting yeah. attack there we this right may attack normally and its controlling player's turn and gains the hatred cyber surge special rule for the rest of the battle <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he got pissed. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So, to summarize, within 12 inches, you choose an enemy vehicle or automatic shooting type. They can fire on anyone um, that is you consider as an enemy, as snapshots, or take a check and it's normal ballistic skill. Um, but after that is done, um, they hate you for the rest of the game. Yep. That's great. What's funny is, I wonder if Titans are considered vehicles. Fucking take over a Titan plasma, like macro macro plasma cannon. And They'd have to be blast vehicles. Something. What else would they be? That's fucking hilarious. I like this rule. I, you know what? Outflank this asshole and then just take over a bunch of demolishers. Or like one demolisher. <laughs> I like this. This is cool. I mean, I'll look it up real fast, but I can't imagine a Titan not being a vehicle. Unless they call... Uh, I don't know. Probably Do like they... a Lord... Uh, do they give Lord of War a separate thing? V um, so when I look at uh, Questorus, Atropos, it is vehicle in parentheses night. So yeah, the only thing would be if they remove that part from it. That's my Warlord Titan now. James, if you're hearing this podcast or if you're listening to us, can't fucking wait for you to put your Warlord on the table. <laughs> That's fucking great. That puts a smile on my face. It's 12 inches, but fuck it. That's hilarious. Um, all right. It's special weapon, 24 inches, strength three, assault six, data gen, blind, vox silence. Got a bunch of fucking rules here. So I know what blind does. Blind is great. Take an initiative test or yep. you're blinded. Weapon skill one. Unless it's skill one. Data gen, you can't affect units. What the hell is vox silence? Oh, wait, I saw that before. Hold on, hold on. I'm on it right here. So 
Any model with infantry or cavalry unit types in a unit that suffers one or more hits from a weapon with a special rule must reduce their leadership by minus two until the start of their controlling player's next turn. Ooh. Units that include one or more models with the stubborn special rule will ignore it. Okay, so you you could target infantry. It won't damage them because it's data gen. But you, if you hit them, you reduce the leadership by two. I like yes. that. That's, oh, that's fucking awesome. Well, that's okay. what you go against because then you also blind them. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love these. I didn't even look at all of these yet. I'm like first reactions. I use like one of these. All right. Ephemera Instagare. All right. We did this one over here. No. No, you have not done. No, you have not done Ephemera Instagare. Oh, apologies. Whoops. Yep. So, uh, instead of making a shoot attack, a cyber third with this theurgic right may select a single friendly unit within 12 inches that is entirely composed of models with the infantry unit type um, and is of mechanical faction. So, none of your big robots. Only nope. Thalax and smaller. The chosen unit may immediately move a number of inches up to its unmodified initiative characteristic directly towards the nearest enemy unit. If the chosen unit has mixed initiative characteristic, use the highest. Okay, that's cool. The cyber surge control player may choose to make a cyber surge check for the cyber thurgist. So, okay. So basically, untested, move your initiative or move the highest initiative. Thank God for that, because most of our initiative is two. <laughs> if the check is uh, successful, when you check, you get Hammer of Wrath and Furious Charge. Okay. Very close combat I like it. Um, I'd be really good with like Thalax and like Chain Glaives or whatever they're called. Um, your special thing is a melee weapon. Oh, our first cybersurgic melee weapon. Mm-hmm. Strength X. Oh, it's Flashbane. So it's 2 plus, AP 3, Concussive 3. Holy fuck. Yeah. And Radphage. Radphage is if you take a wound from this, mm-hmm. you're, you're for the rest of the game minus one toughness. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, so definitely a close combat. I like it. Okay, okay. Put that away. So this is for Reductor. I should point out that each one of these, I should the Arcanas are for different um, things you take. Like the la- last one was for Lacrimalis or Lacrimata. Mm. The one before that was Incursus. This one is Reductor. Yes. Probably should have mentioned that one. <laughs> so okay. here's the Reductor one. Portafractus. Um, I think it's in order anyway, so let me just check something. Uh, Cybernetica, Lacrimata, and it's not in order. Whatever, who cares? These are all playtest rules. Uh, instead of making a shooting attack, um, a cyber third with this third may select a single building, fortification, or enemy vehicle that has the enemy unit embarked within it and is within 12 inches of the cyber thirdist and must then make a cyber thirdy check. Oh, so you have to. Yeah, you, there's no base check. for this skill. Okay, hold on. If the check is successful, then the, the enemy unit embarked on the chosen target unit must immediately make an emergency disembarkation. And once the disembark is checked, you make a take a pinning check. Ooh. Now, you can't do this on a super heavy or a flyer, obviously. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Thunderhawk rolls on the table. I want you to leave. No, um, <laughs> that'd be funny. No, but um, I like this. Force someone to come out of their vehicle so you can shoot them. Is there a rule in the Thunderhawk that you can't get out? No, you absolutely can. It's called hot dropping. On a one or two, you just die. Okay. So so it's not an emergency disembark. That's why you can't do it. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. You should die on a one or two. Well, no, no, no. That's fine. But but you're saying the reason you can't do it is because the rule is different. It's not emergency disembarkation. At the very end sentence, this cybersurgic right. Oh, okay. uh, Flyer super. Okay. 
you yeah. can't dump a flyer on the ground, which I would fucking find hilarious, but <laughs> you can't do that. Um, Cyberthergic weapon, it's another data gen, so can't affect normal people. Melee, strength 10, AP 1. Jesus Christ, anti-tank. Uh, Armor Bane, Exoshock 3+, unwieldy, cumbersome, cyberthergic focus. So you can only make one attack. Yep. It's unwieldy. It's Exoshock 3-up, so you get an automatic penetrating hit uh, on a 3+, strength 10, AP 1, Armor Bane. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get your 3-up. Yeah. Okay. So now, let's get to the spices. All right. So as I mentioned before, you have the high orders of the Techno Arcana. These are things that kind of got built in from your, you know, your Cybernetica, your Reductor. All of that is now here. Also with Malagra Lacrimata, which I like. I like they added it all together. Hmm. Um, let's go one by one. I mean, they're not that long. So you have the Archimendrite. And I'm going to, again, mispronounce every one of these. Um... Oh, I should point out that I think they all have the same... No, they don't. Okay, good. So Archimandrite, uh, first of all, this model has to be the uh, army's warlord. Um, uh, be addition, you could have an allied attachment. All right, whatever. So, a model with the special rule may select an additional cybertergic arcana from those available to it, so you can mm. get another arcana, which is cool. Master Technomancer, models with this Battlesmith X rule, special rule in the detachment, but include a model with the special rule so he's in the army, may add the following effect to the list of options they may apply to automata, dreadnoughts, or vehicles targeted by the Battlesmith X rule. Until the end of the shooting phase, the target automatic dreadnought or vehicle may make a shooting attack using the ballistic skill of the model that successfully used the Battlesmith X rule, so you can use his ballistic skill, which is usually a 6 and 5, which is great. Hmm. Until the end of the shooting phase, the target gains the power of the machine spirit special rule. This effect may only be applied to vehicles. Okay. So... What do you think, Dave? Give your yeah, auto, give so, your cybernetic auto. So, so, yeah, so these right. are your. Is is this essentially your army special rules? Like, if you were a legion, this is your legion rule. Yes, yes. These are kind of your rights. This used to be okay. old, like old. So the weird part about this is, and this is what why I got confused when I first looked at this. Before Dave, you could choose three armies: Cybernetica, Reductor, and Tagmata. Okay. Then you can have a Magos Prime take special like high orders right okay now there is no cybernetica and reductor they're added in here it's actually the next one we're going to talk about but archimendrite used to exist before okay so that used to be you you can be cybernetica and also archimendrite does that make sense yes now it's 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 all part of one thing it's all part of one high order okay which now determines what your army is going to be Okay, so you could be Archimandrite, or you could be Cybernetica, which then tells you things that you do. Okay. Yes, and you can't take more than one uh, more than one upgrade. I was reading. Uh, there's a, so the single high, yeah, single high Techno Arcana. So that's Archimandrite. Okay. You repair better, give machine spirit, and you can make your robots hit on uh, hit on twos, which is not bad. Technically, hit on twos then fours. No, twos then sixes. What's the what's the? Well, okay, skill mind. six would be twos and sixes. Oh, yep. not, bad, not bad. So now, like I said before, cybernetica is mm. one of the high orders. So no okay. longer is it an army rule. It's a high order rule, but your high order gets applied to the army anyway. So it's, it, it bundle it in. And I like this one. This one, this one's going to be my favorite. I'm going to be using this all the time, Dave. Uh, 
So, all Castellax battle automata maniples in a detachment that include a model with a special rule get the line subtype. So, so now all your Castellax are line, which is hilarious. <laughs> your big boy score, which is exactly what you want. Now, this is ironic because you don't want them close anyway. Yeah. Because good lord in heaven, they suck at close combat. But really great if you're holding an objective because before in 1.0 they never held objectives they actually had a special rule saying they never held objectives so this makes me a little happy um also when making shooting attacks models with the automatic unit subtype and an attachment that include a model with the special rule uh reduce the benefits of cover save the target unit has by negative two so a four plus becomes a six plus five plus being ignored entirely if the shooting model is within 12 inches of two or more friendly models equipped with Cortex controllers. Okay. So if, yeah. So you have to be within two or more friendly units with 12 inches equipped with Cortex controllers and also in the squad with this dude, with those special rules. Is how I read that, by the way. Well, then uh, I agree with the last line. My part is, yeah. as far as I understand it, so, so your army could be Cybernetica. Which means that your auto, uh, automata unit types in the detachment have this rule as long as they have two or more friendly models with Cortex controllers within 12 inches. They don't yes. have to have some other special guy in the unit at all. Oh, true. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, with the yeah, you, uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's weird. Okay, yeah. okay. But it, it's, it's, you've made your army to be Cybernetica. Cybernetica means your battle autonomous your automatas have cool special rules. That's essentially exactly. what it means. You know. <clears throat> well, and the last thing, a model with a special rule gains the Patris Cybernetica special rule. In addition, when joined to the unit with automatic unit type types, any wounds which we allocate to a character uh, may be allocated to the model with the unit uh, automatic unit instead, even those caused by precision strikes or sniper. So basically now everyone is guarding everyone. Yeah. That. I like it only because when I bought my Mechanicum, oh Lord, have mercy, nine years ago now? Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. Uh, yeah, no, it's an old army. I, I'm, I'm almost all cybernetic units. That's what I liked. I lost every game, but it was fun. <laughs> um, Lac Lacrimarda? Basically, Lacrimarda, any hits yeah, allocated to a model with a special rule or any model with infantry unit type that they join with Rending X, Poison X, or Flashbane only wound on a six. Great. Okay. Or only affects the model on a six, I should say. Yeah. That's great. There ain't nothing bad about that. Um, oh, God. Okay, so I'm not going to read the entire thing. Basically, if you're Battlesmith, um, during the shooting phase, you can... Um, hold on. Uh, yeah, you can... Okay, so during the shooting phase, if you're a Battlesmith, you can restore a lost wound, right? Um... This will not return a model, so you can't return a model to the unit, but it'll return a lost wound. Or um, you, this unit may immediately move a number of inches equal to the initiative characteristic, the majority models of the unit. This movement is not running, and therefore, if the unit did not run in the movement phase, it can still make a shooting attack and declare a charge. So you can still shimmy and shoot and charge. Yes. If he's in the unit, which is cool. I like that. Yeah, Lacrimata is for your infantry, essentially. Yes. that That is the... Your infantry legion. Yes, and that's what it, that was. By the way, that was the one that brought back um, units. By the way. Yeah. Um, macro tech. Macro uh, the last tech. one is sanguine hook. 
under Lacrimato. Oh, it, it, that's just you get the ephemera Lacrimados. Oh, okay, Arcana. got it. Yeah. Those, oh, and you, and you don't get to select kind of like, any others. Yeah, you can't you can't take anything else other than that. Yeah. All right, so now it's Macrotech. Macrotech. These guys, if I remember correctly, were the old tech priests. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, yep. we're tech priests, auxiliary units, and attachment that include a model with a special rule, maybe taken as a troop choice, but they're not lying, very specifically. However, any tech priests, auxiliary that are taken this way must choose the engines here, Techno Arcana, so they, they're forced to take that Techno Arcana. Again, uh, it has a Battlesmith rule. It can affect uh, buildings, vehicles, dreadnoughts, or automata. And it's until the start of the controlling player's next turn, any hits allocated to the chosen model with the Breaching X, Exoshock X, or Rending X, only affected on a 6. That's pretty cool. Stop yeah. exoshock running your vehicles or breaching. Um, this is weird. Moderati Munitoria. During the game setup, but before objective markers have been placed or deployment has been determined, that player that controls a model with the special role may choose to alter the terrain setup of the battlefield. That player that controls a model with the special role may choose up to move three pieces of terrain, each up to six inches, so long as their final position is not within two inches of another piece of terrain. That's cool. That's cool, although it's sort of uh, for for w what I believe this game to be for a lot of intents and purposes, not a really good ability. Just because you're probably working with your opponent to make a cool table, unless you're doing like alternating placement, uh, it's not bad. Like it's cool, but to me, it's like, like I bet you anything. The original rule is um, pick three terrain pieces, and they just don't grant cover saves. Yeah. Um. That's what it might change to, but I do like this one. It is kind of cool. That's like, ha, 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 you thought you were fighting here, but alas, yes, yeah. it's neat, but it's it's probably not as as impactful. Yeah. I don't feel at least. So Malagra was the other one I'd like to take, Dave. This was the okay. very anti-character assassin. So first of all, any models with the character subtitle in this detachment that include our archmagos with a special rule. Pardon me. May upgrade a machinator array or servo arm that they are equipped with to include an inbuilt prehensile data spike for 10 points so now we gotta fucking go all the way all back right. here i'll look up data spike a data spike i'll look it up Five while you talk yeah, but I don't care. It, oh, literally, I it. it literally only shows up in these two spots yeah so it's uh strength 5 ap4 okay. melee breaching 4 plus murderer strike 5 plus reach 2 oh so, so you get 2 plus initiative huh no, it's so actually you're striking. Really yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Just stab someone before they stab you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, let's see here. Tech priest auxiliary units and attachment that include a model. Uh, may choose the interfector techno arcana instead of engine seer, lacrimalis or reductor options. Uh, and you can also give them prehensile data spikes. Oh, that's hilarious. And you also gain scout. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's everyone's killing everyone. Uh, so sacred mission, a single arc accurate or magisterium unit in a detachment um, that includes a model with the special rule may be taken as an HQ choice. A unit taken this way loses the hunter killer special rule. Uh, that's the assassin one. Yeah, right? you yeah. can take it an assassin uh, as your HQ. In the scout and court of executioner special rule, okay. A unit with the special rule may include up to three accurate or magisterium for 110 points each. Oh, that's so cool. When deployed on the battlefield, either at the start of the battle or when arriving from reserves, all models with a special rule in the unit must be deployed within unit coherency, but then operate independently. That's fucking... That's awesome. Yeah, so you can bring a bunch of them. 
essentially. That's that's pretty cool. And they like you purchase them as a squad, but they act independently. Yeah. That's great. And their scout, please. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's so cool. I love that because that's the whole thing. They want to kill. So Syndex Malagras, a model with a special rule gains the preferred enemy characters, precision strikes fly up, and the monster hunter special rule. In addition, a model with special rule increases the weapon skill characteristics to five and attack characteristics to three. So funny enough, that didn't change at all from the last edition. They still right. go up to five. They still go up to three attacks. Precision strikes is new, but and pref- but preferred enemy was still there. All right. All right. That's yeah, very much character killers. God, now I kind of want to run fucking <laughs> like units of, of character killers and just challenge away to everything. That's hilarious. Well, yeah, and that's the idea. They get plus two to the initiative, so the hope is that they swing first with this <laughs> essentially instant death get. weapon, potentially instant death weapon. Oh, murder that's so strike. Cool. All right. A single Thanator. Ca- uh, so sorry. The next the, one is Myrmidax, I believe. Yes, yep, Myrmidax. Oh, I love these two because Myrmidons are cool. A single Thanator Calyx unit. Uh, in the detachment that includes a model with a special rule may be taken as a non-compulsory HQ choice. That's cool. This model may not take the pa- may not take the Paragon of Metal upgrade. While wholly within six wholly within ugh, six inches of the Thanatar Calyx taken as a HQ choice in this way, Myrmidon Secular Host and Myrmidon Destructor Host gain the line subtype and add plus one to wound score. Use the term if they win combat in the assault phase. <sighs> They're sitting together on objectives essentially. <clears throat> yeah. It's cool. I, I you know it's cool because the Thanatar is going to back anyway. Yeah. You put Myrmidons in the back protecting the Thanatar, and it's your HQ. Yeah, I yeah. like it. And here comes your Myrmidon hatred. Yeah, it just basically makes it so you never get that objective ever. Yeah. No, yeah. I meant with Myrmidon, Myrmidon Lord. Lord. Yep. Yeah. Model. Oh yeah. No, he also gets hatred, everything, and relentless. That's a, yep, that 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 lasted from the last issue. Well, here's the though. It's not him. This is your army rule. So no, no, a model with a special rule. Yeah. So he becomes the Myrmidon Lord. So not everyone gets hatred everything. So who becomes Wait. the Myrmidon Lord? The the character that becomes the Myrmidax. Unless it says the army gets it, he gets it. Wait, okay. So it says Myrmidax. So it's a model with the special rule. So you have to... You see what I mean? For the other ones, it, it wasn't an individual. Yeah, no, this one is individual, a model. He's the Myrmidax. The other ones were army-wide, like Cybernetica was. All Castellac's battle automata get this. Or um, um, Preservation Porticles, a model with this gains the patch of Cybernetica. That's him, a model. So he's the Cybernetica model. He can't be picked up by snipers. But when you look at Cybernetica, all Castellac's get the battle auto, uh, get the line subtype. He gives that to the entire army. Does that make so, sense? Y- yeah, but that means right now the Myrmidax thing is missing something because it's not saying who. A model with a special rule. Yeah, the model is the person who has the Myrmidax rule. When you choose the high, when you choose the, the what are they called? The, the high arcana rule, they gain this title. So they okay. gain this rule. So it's They one- become an art. Go ahead. But so. Yeah. So, okay, that includes a model with this. Okay, so it's your leader gets this rule. That's it. Yes. Okay. Now, fun fact, if he joins the unit, the unit gets it as well. Okay. But it, it confers to the unit. Um, okay, because yeah, the no. other one's mentioned detachment. This one is the particular model. Okay. Yes. This is All right, not, not, as, not as cool then. I don't like this one nearly as much. 
Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Myrmidons can be taken as troop choices. That's awesome. <laughs> They're not lying, but that's pretty cool. The secular host can oh, be. Oh, Myrmidon instructors can be taken as elite. Yeah, the yeah the structures are elites, and the secular's are troops, non non line troops. They would be yeah, lying if they cool. were close to this particular Thanatar Calix. It's cool. They can't hold the objective that they're dead, Dave. <laughs> Very true, but I, don't know, I, 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 I thought they were getting because I know certain parts of that don't have hatred whatsoever. I thought the Myrmidon Lord was the way they got hatred, so just know. some of them currently do not. Okay. And then we have Reductor. Yep. The one that no one takes. Uh, I wonder if it still gives you extra heavy support. I bet you it does. So. Reductors get Demolisher, models that have Battlesmith, uh, um, uh, that include model, models with Battlesmith special rule in the detachment, that include models with the special rule made target buildings with Battlesmith rule. So you can heal buildings, apparently. Yeah. Uh, fortifications. In addition to vehicle dreadnought and automata, however, they may choose, they may neither choose any options in the Battlesmith rule that restore lost wounds or hold points nor options that repair weapon, destroy or mobilize health. They instead may only choose from the following. So it modifies the Battlesmith rule. Yeah. So they can cause a target building to lose a single hull point. Yeah. Okay. They can inflict an automatic wound with no save of any kind to a dreadnought or an automata. They can inflict an automatic weapon destroyed result on a building or vehicle, but you don't lose a hull point. Or you can immobilize the vehicle and you also don't lose a hull point. Okay. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. You, you're, you, uh, you hurt instead of help. Yeah. That's actually, I'll take that. Harbinger of Devastation. During the game's pre-setup and before objective markers have been placed, where deployment has been determined, the player that controls them all with a special rule may nominate up to three areas of terrain, building, or fortifications. If the chosen item is an area of terrain that provides cover save, then that cover save is removed. Oh, there it is! Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's from Reductor. And that cover save is removed, and the area counts as both difficult and dangerous terrain. Oh, my God. Fuck off. The item chosen is a building or a fortification. Then all rolls on the building damage table made for that building or fortification get a modifier plus one. Oh my god, dangerous terrain? Fuck out of here. Oh, Dave, do you know what dangerous terrain is? Yes. Oh, no, it, it's yeah, it's same it, old no, dangerous no, terrain no, there always was in the past. No, 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 but they changed it. It's no longer you got armor save against this. You no. used to get an armor save no, against you didn't. dangerous terrain. Uh, originally, no, you no, did not. In the 1.0 heresy, you did. No, not not in 7th edition 40k. No, and I know. there in you did not. You did. Now it's fuck you. Oh, that's cool. Or maybe you did in 7th, maybe not in 6th. But old, old edition 40k, you got no sense. You entire forest in the middle of the table, and you're just like, that's that's dangerous terrain now, bitch. Yep. Oh my god, ew. Secrets of Annihilation. A model with a special rule game, the Artificial Reductor. Okay, so they get their cyber... And you can't select any of their cyberthergic rights other than the Artificial Okay. Yeah, there, there's a few. Um, there's only like two of them where it's essentially yeah. you only get our Arcana. And that's what it does. And that's pretty much it. I mean, the Mechanicum special rules are um, the Titanicus, you have Arctic's Defensor, that's fine. You have Armager and Moriak's Talons where they um, you buy them together, but they in operate independently. Um, what is Binaric Stratagems? Is that? Oh, that's for Titan Legions. Yeah, yeah, that's it's for Titan, Titan stuff. They have the little infantry on the floor, the Secutari, Barrage, Catastrophic Explosion, Disruptor, uh, Destructor. All of these are... These Jinsight are special rules. About. Yeah, Jinsight, Cover Save is still minus two. Uh, give me a second. Grav Wave. So this is what the uh, Domitars have. If you try to charge them, it's disordered. Um... 
Let's see here. Let's see here. I'm trying to see if there's anything that really changed in five seconds. Paragon of Metal. Sorry, here's the big one, Dave, you were asking about. Yes. Uh, only one model can take it. Um, it has to be an automatic cybernetica unit, obviously. This rule confers the Paragon subtype, which we talked about before. Mm. It also confers Relentless. Precision Strike 4+, plus, Precision Strike, Precision Shots 4+. Plus. It will not die 4+, plus, and Rampage 2. And you also increase its wounds, their weapon skill by one. So that changed a lot from the last one. So you you increase weapon skill, you increase wounds, you have precision shots and strikes at four plus, will not die at four plus, and rampage two. I mean, if you're outnumbered, you get two extra attacks. So if you put that on the fucking flying Domitar bullshit guy, the all attacks, mm-hmm. that's a scary ass motherfucker. Here's the thing, though. Uh, because um, you talked about oh, being a paragon means that you it doesn't allow you to do reactions though. So Mazwa Paragon don't get negative modifiers to their characteristics, and yeah. they may fire all weapons they're equipped with in each shooting attack they make, including as part of a reaction. So you're allowed to shoot them all. It doesn't mean you get to make reactions though. It, so yeah. you can't make reactions. But it's still, I mean, again, why would I? Well, 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 you can again, if you have yeah. someone with a Cortex controller and stuff exactly. like that, but it doesn't guarantee that you Vorax. can. Yeah, put this on a, how many put this on a Vorax? Put this on the uh, Arlatax, because it has six wounds. Now it has seven wounds. Repairs itself on a four-up. Gets an extra two attacks when it when it's outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Can choose who it hits with its stupid, yeah, no. Of this course, is great. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, prison, different alchemistry. Oh, apparently they're not fearless anymore. So I made a mistake with the uh, thralls. Now alchemistry just does gives you hatred of everything and feel no pain in five up. So it's not fearless and feel no pain. Oh, so they can't mm-hmm. steal away. Yeah, that's maybe that's after rough. getting that one dude that getting that dude that kills someone and they don't run away is actually really good. It, it's it's necessary um, now on that yeah. unit. Let me see here. You have t- uh, toughness three save. guys with six up saves. You need something to make sure you don't run. Sectars can be purchased together, but then they operate independently. Uh, weapon strength above 10. Yeah, so now let's just talk about guns. Um, I'm going to ignore all ones that are in the legions. Yeah. Like Archaeotech Pistol, that's a legion gun. Um, Honestly, nothing much changed. The Arc Pistols are now Disruption. Arc Blaster, Arc Lance. Um, the Lightning Gun. So I did mention the Lightning Gun from the Thalax. It did change. So originally, Dave, it was one shot at strength 7 AP 5. Right. Rending six plus, right? Yeah. With shred. Now it's strength seven. It's still eighteen inches. Strength seven, AP five, heavy one, still heavy one. Rending four up shred. Yeah, so it's better. Okay, it's better. But you can also, for the people at home, you can also switch it to a strength four, AP nothing, heavy three shred. So you have options now. So if you're like, there's a big unit closing in on you. You could switch to the heavy, you know, heavy three shred gun and just kind of shred them. It's nice, I like it. Um, the lightning cannon is still AP three, and the lightning lock is still AP three. Yep. Interesting, because it's a blast weapon. Lightning cannon is um, the armage. No, I think it's the. Hold on. Uh, Where's that? A, a Where's big that gun. Normal stuff doesn't have that weapon. Yeah. Where's that stupid like eighteen move tank? That we were laughing at. Uh, it's right here. Right here. Hold on. Oh my god. Uh, give me five seconds. 
the crack nose creos here we go uh what the hell is it called it is called a, a lightning cannon yeah lightning cannon oof so it is still a large blast ap3 Ugh. yes with shred so that thing still is going to so still shoot that thing heavily is the keywords there let's see here uh, i'm not gonna about titan weapons nothing here matter um yeah that's all big boy shit bolt pistols Mauler bolt cannon is now pinning but no, it, was, it was pinning before so who gives a shit um yeah not, not many changes the conversion beamer that's on space marines yeah um, that that'll match exactly what's in the yeah. current books Lazen Pulsar, the Galvanic weapons now, Graviton weapon. So yeah, the Graviton weapon we can talk about because the Graviton hammer is the fist. Yeah. So it's still a template, heavy one, concussive Graviton pulse in Haywire. So you can still concuss something before you charge them, which is really nice because it's on the hit now. Yeah. Or sorry, the successful wound technically. Yep. Um, Photon thrusters are still blind in Lance. Um, let me see here. Meltas are still Meltas. Thermalades are, we already talked about the Solex heavy laz. Um, let me see here. Plasma fusel. We are, the plasma we talked, ah, I did mention I'm about the Karaknos. So, um, the Karaknos is now 60 inches, strength 6 AP4. It's a massive ordnance blast, which is fine. Barrage, Fleshbane, Radphage. So now it wounds on a two plus, and it, anything it wounds, it will um, remove the toughness uh, from them. Reduce the toughness. Yep. Ignore cover. Pinning shell shock three. Yep. So that's what oh. a pinning test at minus three. Pinning test at minus three. Yeah. And crawling fire means you can move it up to two inches if you in any direction you yeah. want. Yeah. It doesn't so you, leave you, the board. It stays. Yeah. Yikes! That's a. It's a good weapon. That's a good weapon. That's a, that that that's gonna hurt. <clears throat> the Volkite, that's all on in Legion stuff, and the melee weapons. Um, you still have the arc. The arc scourge is still amazing for the flying Domitar. Mm. That's what that gets. Dave still okay. plus two strength, so strength nine, AP three, rampage D three. So fun fact: if you give it what, uh, the the Paragon of Metal, now it's D three plus two technically if it's outnumbered. Yeah. Uh, and disruption five up. Um, the Silax combat array is still the same. The chain blade and chain sword got the shred rule. Yeah, Tom that's hammer. Standard. Yeah, it's, it's concussive two. Armor bane. They added armor bane. Okay, wasn't armor bane before when it was strength ten, but I'll take it. Graviton ram. Fucking ram. Jesus Christ. Um, let me see. Thunderstrike Gauntlet, a Power Fist is still there. Machinator Array. Oh, I will point out that the Machinator Array. So, um, if you go to Servo Weapons, Dave. Yep. Um, Machinator Array makes traditional attacks per turn. So that's still there, guys. It's two extra attacks. It's 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 its own thing. You get it at strength plus one. It's not plus two anymore. Melee, unwieldy, shred, armor bane, and it's AP two. And if you have a Machinator Array, you get a Flamer and a Melta Gun and Battlesmith plus two to the repair roll. So it's really, really good. If you want to repair. Machinator Arrays are still one of my favorite things. Mm. Shock Chargers, which are what the Castellax have. Um, Siege Claw and a Melta Bomb, Volcan mm. Incinerator. And that's... 
Uh, the last thing I do want to talk about is the jump boosters. Okay. Because that I feel is like that's under the what the war gear. It's the very it's the third to last page and the second to last page. So right. you have the straight off thrusters, the Inculaban jetpack, and the Utan jump booster. So let's talk about these. Okay. The Inculaban jump pack or jetpack, sorry. Um, essentially, you gain bulky too. You can deep strike. Um, uh, so on, so on. But let's try A unit entirely equipped with the Inculaban jetpacks may choose to increase its movement characteristic by plus six and ignore terrain while moving during the movement. At a unit that ends or begins moving in a dangerous terrain, will still need to be dangerous terrain. Test is normal, even when deploying jetpacks and treats difficult terrain as dangerous terrain. In addition to the bonus to move during the movement phase, a unit equipped entirely with the Inculaban jetpack may make an additional move of six inches during the uh, shooting phase. You can move through the shooting phase. Yeah, they get jump, shoot, jump. Uh, yes. This move must be taken after the unit has completed shooting and is not limited by the weapon fired. Um, and you, it, it basically ignores all the rules. It does the same rules as last time. Um, fun fact, it also works during your reaction. During any reaction that allows you to move, you can increase that move by six. So it's really cool. And I believe the Inculaban was the Thalax. Oh, shit. Uh, was it the Thalax? I don't, I don't know. It's okay though. It's it's one of the units. It's all right. Yeah, you, you, I think you, it's the uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm it is the oh, 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 oh It's the Thalax cohort. Thalax cohort. Thalax, yeah. Thalax with yeah. Thalax. Um, the Stratos. This is the big bug-like plane with the haywire gun, or no longer haywire. Sorry. Uh, Stratos thrusters are unique jump pack variant. A unit composed entirely of the Stratos thrusters may set its move characteristic to a value of 16. So it's no longer flying, I think, by the way. I'm going to keep reading, but I, I think they got rid of it as a flyer, which. Yeah, according to this, now it's God. not. Oh my God. When it was a flyer, Dave, and it was a monstrous creature, it was fucking impossible. Like, imagine it flying around the board with four haywire shots and you only hit it on sixes. That's yeah, rough. That's real rough. Yeah, rough. Um, for the duration of the control, this unit um, allows you to move up to 16 inches, regardless of the movement characteristic, including the bonus charges. In addition, straight thrusters allow to hover above the battlefield and ignore the effects of dangerous terrain and difficult terrain. Good. So it's basically a low hanging hoverboard. Okay. Good. Yeah. Happy they got rid of Flyer. Get the fuck out of here. Bye. And then Utan. Utans are your for your Ursarax. These are the guys with the claws. Um, basically, it sets your move value to 12. Um, it's basically, oh, I put it this way. It's an actual, it's a, it's a Stardis jump pack. Yeah. It's an Astartes jump pack. Exactly, um, yeah. There's a couple of differences, but it's, a, it's an Astartes jump pack. And that's pretty much it. Most of the changes uh, were very minor changes to stats, but the biggest change was the change to Cybernetica, which now works like psychic powers and everyone gets it. And the, the changes to the high techno arcana, mm. which me and Dave were kind of talking about before. You, your warlord gets these abilities, but could, might also transfer to the army as well. Yes. Um, yeah, no, so that's everything, really. Yeah, and, and the way I see it looking through it, to me, it kind of feels like the only main change I'm, I'm looking to see is some things getting brutal. Um, beyond that, I'm not sure if we'll really see a change on much. We didn't. Oh, I really, I'll be honest. When I was playing it, other than me not knowing what the fuck to do with Techno Arcana and Cyber Theory, I'll be honest, that, that was new to me. Um, but to be quite honest, I like these changes. The yes. fact that they got rid of flying from the bug creature, thank God. Because that, that was 
Um, uh, the double shooting is gone, so you can't double shoot Thanatars anymore. So you know, get good or target your shots correctly. And it's still re- listen. It's still re- is it rending or breaching? It doesn't matter. It's still something four up. So uh, it's, should be it's breaching hit. four up. Like a squad of twenty dudes. Yeah. yeah, you still hit a You still hit like twelve models in a squad of twenty guys. You're still wounding on. You're still gonna kill what six models on AP two. Yeah. So it's not like it's dead. It's it's not just gonna kill fourteen fucking models in one shot. Yeah. No, um, the, the plasma changes in general are very good feeling changes for the game, and they're very good for yes. the health of the game because plasma was something you could always have, and. If it's always AP2, it's always a, a sort of feel bad. Now, at least half of the time, it, it, it is. There's models out there that AP4 matters for. But for your standard army, AP4 we don't care about. So half the time, I can still get a save against it. 100% agree. It, I like these changes. I like where they went for this. I like the fact that now Cybernetica can take Castellax's line units. That's a huge fucking change. Before they didn't score at all. Yeah. Um, I like these changes. And in fact, I want to play Malagra. I want to play Myrmidon. I would want to play Malagra. The fact that you can take units of those little assassin characters. No. It's fucking hilarious. Please don't change that GW in the final version. Please. I, I don't, That's fucking great. I don't foresee a lot of changes. Again, yeah. th- this is sort of a final play test that they had. And a lot of the playtests, they, they liked what they had by the time we were able to find these sorts of things. So I, I think it's going to be pretty set. Um, I'm interested to see once they finally give us these documents that they said we were going to get that we haven't gotten yet. Um, I am hoping we get it somewhat soon. You will get the PDF. You will get the PDF uh, before the books. Uh, you might. It was such a weird... I, I don't even know what they... You're, we're going to get them at some point, and it's great when we get them. Yeah. And right now, uh, honestly, uh, unless you were uh, influential enough that you got stuff early, no one's playing the current game right this moment anyway who's new because you haven't put their stuff together yet. And anyone exactly. who's been in for a while is still reviewing and maybe picking up some new stuff. So, like, it's fine if it takes another week. I would just hope by July we have it because in my mind, that's when a lot of people are going to start doing their escalations exactly. or, or really well, the, start getting games the, in. The Mechanicum book was clarified to be released in August. Yeah. We don't know when in August, probably the second week of August is when they like, but it's definitely the second week of August. Um, if it's before, I would love it. Like we, I got a friend right now who's waiting on nights. Yes. You no, know, I got someone who's waiting on nights. Um, I have a bunch of people waiting on solar ox. Who don't have a legion, although they just built one right now, but they're waiting on Solar Ox because so they want to try their Imperial Guard. Or I'm sorry, Solar Ox. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping GW. I have my Demon Army that I'm painting. Yep. So yeah. Yep. You could add Alpha Legion, but you changed your mind. I did. Rather stick with what I know. Plus, it gives me more chances to buy more mechanical models. Like I, God, I really want those Myrmidons. Myrmidons are really very want cool. To, the, the, the axe with the double shoulder gun, in my opinion, just really cool. Now, the, the mechanical models are, are great. My only problem is they're all forge-rolled resin stuff. Yes. And that Although, that's my problem. Like I, before, like I said before, rumor is that Thalax and Ursarax will be getting a plastic kit. Um, they moved some sure of the plastic. Yeah, if they move some of that to plastic, then I will look at them being an ally force. 
Absolutely. Honestly, if Thalax, Ursarax, and Castax move to plastic, that's pretty much everything. That's literally the only thing left are now Domitars, Voraxes, and the tanks. That's literally it. Yeah. Or the Myrmidons, of course. Um, but yeah, no. It, it, I'm hoping it moves to plastic because then it gets more people in. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I, I Overall, if I were to give it like a two TLDR, don't give a shit. <laughs> didn't want to listen to the entire podcast. Um, I like these mechanic rules a lot. I think they add a lot. I, th- I like the fact they universalized. Um, I love so much they universalized the uh, thing that they kind of universalized the um, organizers. We'll talk to you. That they universalized the, um, the special high rules. orders. Yeah. You know, yeah. Special rules. It's no longer I'm a cybernetic unit, but also I'm Malagra, but also I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they did that. It does cut down on some options, but if Dave, if you fine. look at the amount of options they have in the first place, it doesn't cut down on it, shit. It is in line with the options that any other army has. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. You get as many options as anyone else. You're essentially picking your. You have your psychic power tree. You have your legions. You have all those things that everyone else has. I yep. I personally like how you did your TLDR. Of maybe if someone didn't want to listen after at the end of the recording. That's what I like. For anyone who yeah. didn't listen to the very end of this recording where we're talking about it now, here's my thought. Yeah. If you skipped all the way to the end, it's good yeah. changes. You might not be happy with some of the changes because they got rid of flying on the big boy. or But the changes, let's be honest, the changes are for the better health of the game. Yeah. They're all good I changes. Like Everything yeah, seems exactly. a good change. In exactly. general, in the game, as far as I can tell from now, from what I knew before, and I didn't know tons before, from everything I've seen so far, it seems like every change is a, so far at least, a good idea. Good now, change. people I haven't really started playing that much yet. You know, give it two months, people get some games in their belts, and then we might start feeling differently. But at least for the moment, it looks good. Yep. The game in general. Can't agree more. Yep. All right. I think uh, <laughs> that gives us plenty um maybe what we'll try and do if i can get dan to do so is to give like a brief um not not on this maybe a little write-up sort of thing of like here are the top like you know three things that that have changed to keep in mind so that way if someone wants if someone has an army and wants to play it hey here's like the main key differences go play your old rules play all that stuff just change these quick little things and then you're kind of good to go Unless you can find a copy of these, you know, rules. Obviously, we're not uh, sharing copies around. But if you can find them, and it's out there. But if you can find it, use it. But, all right. I think, other than that, I think that does it for us for this evening. And that'll do it for us tonight. Hopefully, this discussion was somewhere between either entertaining or, or useful for people. We just thought since GW hadn't put out the files that they said, and we through various means had our hands on these playtest files which are out there if you look for them we thought it might be useful to actually take a look at it especially for anyone who has mechanicus armiers considering them um when this releases i am going to have dan at least in terms of our youtube have a short list of the overall changes or the biggest say five changes that way we have something if someone doesn't want to go back and listen to all of this that way they can catch what the big changes are and they can actually play with their their models now while we wait for gw actually put it out as always we do want to thank you for listening um next week we get back to our normal schedule at least that is really our hope and we really want to start diving into uh sorry horse heresy in its entirety 
in particular were, I think, our first episode, other than just sort of discussing what we have out, what's what's here and all. We want to go through how to do escalation leagues, especially as you, you want to give people some time to build their stuff and get ready. So most of the ones, the ones that we're running, I'm running two different ones, as well as I know Steve is running one. A lot of them are starting in July, either right near the beginning or about the first week in. So we want to make sure we have an episode out to discuss that before you actually have to or would want to be starting Escalation Leagues. As always, if you want to reach out to the show, our Gmail is trainkickersnj at gmail.com. This week, I'm going to be working on putting a Facebook together as well. Just that way we have that. It's a nice place to be able to either get information for us to share more things in between episodes, for us to share other things that we're working on, and for anyone who's listening, if they want to have more communication with us. So on behalf of everyone from the show, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.